the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is Friday. It's good to have you along with us for the last day of the week. Three hours of the Dave Ellswick Show, or well, a little bit less than that now, before us, and uh, that's that's good. If you didn't know, uh, they've changed the time somewhat on the show. The show still starts at 6 a.m., goes to 8 a.m., takes a break between 8 and 9 for a financial show, and then I come back on from 9 o'clock until 10 o'clock. So today, here's what we've got. We've got Robert Steinbach, and we've got uh, Chris Corbett. They're going to be with us until 8 o'clock. So we're going to have a solid two hours with them. And then uh, at 9 o'clock, we'll have the uh, the play-by-play man of the Travs bring us up to date how the Travs are doing this season thus far. I went and saw the Travs last weekend on Sunday. They lost 4-3. to three. The pitching has been been their strong point, and the pitchers last weekend gave up two uh, taters there, and in, in that that tater is a home run uh, in in the ball game, one to right, one to left. So they lost four to three, and then uh, coming up at uh, nine thirty five, typically that be Matt Smith's spot, but today I'm bumping him because we've got the folks from the. Uh, uh, RKO coming on the Arkansas uh, Symphony RSO R said RKO. I'm thinking about uh, classic movies now. RKO that was the big movie maker, you know that said RKO had the the tower that was shooting the lightning bolts sure. out of it, and then I understand this at RKO Radio, which is where they were making most of their money. But anyway, bottom line. That's what's on the tab today. What's going on? Something unique happened today already on the show. Let's hear it. What did? Chris Corbett got here before <laughs> we went on the air. I knew it. I knew it. He walked in the studio before the <laughs> intro played. I want to say, good morning, Vietnam. I like the wrong <laughs> wimp. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. You know, I knew Adrian Crown. You you did you really? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did not look like... You know, oh, um, that's cool. Williams, Robin Williams. He's a. He was kind of. By the time that I got to know him, he he was about I think five seven maybe, yeah. and uh, uh, was the same the same weight to the for his width as he was for his height. <laughs> but uh, he's a great he's guy. A, did he have that powerful voice though? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was very very smart guy. When he left the military, uh, he went into you know radio. Right. Had a career in it, 
I know and, somebody else who had that, a similar yeah, story, by the way. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Right. And then when he got tired of uh, being on the air, uh, he became a lawyer. And uh, and, oh and, no, and he became an FF, uh, FCC lawyer. Oh, I know. Uh, and he would walk people through buying radio stations. Right. Because that's a... That's a special form of law. Oh, it's complicated. Law. I can tell you right yeah, now, it's, it's very not, it's complicated. It's not easy to do. Not at all. So that's what he Somehow did. the federal government bought the airwaves, and we have to buy them from oh. them. No, no, the Is federal government owns it on your they behalf. Yeah. They owns it on your behalf, but then you've got to pay for what you own. I can't yeah. wait to go fishing, Chris, with you, by the way, on your bass boat, so that we can pay the government to fish out of our lakes oh, and rivers. Oh, man. Okay. All right, so you get yourself a good new what? bass boat? That, oh, I he did. My shirt, home oh. shirt. Oh, but yeah. bass boat? Yeah, yeah, we got a we got a trout fishing boat. Is it, I haven't been is in that got, boat yet. Is it like one of those ones for your for competition, so that it's you can called, get from point A to point this, B in very fast? Times? Oh no! Well, the main boat no. I use is it's called a Jubilee. It was built back in the seventies and eighties. Oh, okay. It's a long river boat, like you'd see down in Louisiana for a paddle boat. Yeah, it's got, well, it's got a small motor on it. Okay. But it's the real long one, like a trout boat. When you think about oh, a trout okay, boat. okay. Yeah. All right, well, that, you don't need, you're not competing all that much, right? Well, in state competitions, yes. But no. in fishing competitions, no. Okay. No, no, he's competing against me in the fishing competition. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I got mean. the big one. I only got one of them, but I got the big one. You know where I catch all my fish? Where's that? In the water. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I catch all my fish? Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know I, what I, I catch, I catch a lot of them there. I'll tell you what I catch them on, Dave. What? On the end of my line. <laughs> yeah. I, I catch them in a plastic bag of Sam. There you go. Oh, man, they've got some good fish. Sam's and I, I, buy, and I buy salmon. Too. I buy my salmon from, yeah. from there. Do you buy salmon from uh, from Sam's? Go down I do. and, I and the get whole, the, the, real, the, half, the long The half one. slab, so to speak. Yeah. Yes, literally. Then and you then cut, I cut it up it, and then yeah, you wrap it, it up. And I freeze them. Yep. yep. I do that as well. I weigh them. I and know that drives people crazy. I just cut Five ounce steaks is what I... Certainly. And I will, I will salt some yeah. of them, too. I will make, like, you know, you've heard of, of course, smoked salmon. Yeah, sure. I'll make a, uh, smoked salmon is actually salted and smoked. I'll make a smoked, excuse me, a salted version without the smoke at home. Do it myself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Salmon's the best. Yeah, salmon's the best for you, in it's fact. Good. It's really it's good. It's fantastic. I, I eat Maui Maui once in a while. Yeah. I get yeah. to buy some tuna once in tuna's a while. Tuna's good. You know, a lot of... My family not big on tuna. They go, Some it's too are. fishy, and yeah. I go, tuna fish. Right. <laughs> you know that <laughs> it's I got fish in you its want, name. You want fishy? I eat mackerel. Okay, that's well that's a, oily too. <laughs> well, that's why it's I fishy. I thought that was yeah. the chicken of the sea. I thought there was yeah. a chicken down in there. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Charlie? Charlie, he appears every. Eight or not eight or ten years anymore. Yeah. On the chicken of the sea commercials, he talks about how good his tastes chicken like chicken. Is. You know what tastes like chicken? Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, when I, I, th- like I think that is a great new commercial that uh, who's the Pilgrims is running. Everybody says this thing tastes like chicken, and yeah. it shows people talking. What's it taste like? Chicken. What's that? Taste? Chicken. Is it Pilgrims Pride? We don't believe that. Because now we feed our chickens this, and we do this, and they run around free, and our chicken tastes the way chicken's supposed to really taste like, which is not like what all those other things taste like. Well, I think it's a good commercial. Yeah, there's something to that. If you get a if you get an egg, a farm raised egg, and you fry it, and you have a big, it, you have a bigger yolk typically. Oh, it's more yellow. <laughs> I can't. It's just a different taste. It's a big difference. I, I don't know why. 
it freaked out my daughter one time because I went to a farm and bought you oh. know eggs and we cracked an egg and it had gone beyond. Yeah, and oh. it was fertilized. Yeah, it was had been fertilized. You, you want to know a little? And it had its head sticking up. You want to know an interesting, <laughs> interesting story? Is that um, um, very observant Jews uh, when they boil eggs or maybe even fry eggs too? They use an old pan because if you wind up with one of those chickens uh. inadvertently, you got to throw out the pan. Really? Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's well, unkosher. That, that would kind of make sense, right, um, right. you know, when you think about right. kosher, not kosher, and right. something, a life being there right. in the pan. Sure, you know, a lot of those Jewish traditions saved lives. Of course. It's like people were dying. Of course. Back in the day. When you look at the Old Testament and you read all the dietary laws that yeah. they had, a lot of that was God taking care of his people. Of like, course. Don't eat pork. Well, he didn't want them to get trichinosis. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. there's all that, all that kind. By the way, of stuff. pork's like a dollar a pound. What's up with the price of pork? Dollar don't cost a much to raise a pig. Pig can eat anything. Or the, if you I go to the grocery you? store, you can bypass the beef. The beef's crazy, outrageous high. Yeah, it's pork ridiculous. Looks good. You know what the best chicken's is? getting ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. You know where you get the best price on meat? You go over to Chris Corbett's house. <laughs> you tell him, uh, uh, you know that freezer you got in the garage. Still filled with, um, is it bison? No, elk. was it elk? elk. Thank you. Ooh. Still filled with elk. I need a couple. And he'll pull out two packs for free. That's the best deal. And that's good stuff I'm running low, Chris. That's the good elk is stuff good. to eat. It's awesome. Do you have grinder at home? Or you can no, grind but it he up? had it professionally ground. And uh. then I had a student gave me some um, deer meat, ground yeah. and uh, yeah. steaks. Uh, it's so funny living in Arkansas. You know, I've I've lived here for about twenty years now, and I'm as you know, I've become quite accustomed, accent notwithstanding. <laughs> and uh, um, it's routine that a student will say, "Hey, you know, I just killed a deer. You want some deer meat?" Because they've heard that I like deer meat. And I'm like, definitely. Uh, trust me. When I lived in New York, nobody was offering me deer meat. Give me a a plus on that A. Yeah, exactly. Give you Sorry, not give misgrading. You, give exactly. you about four pounds of, <laughs> exactly. of venison. But, you know, it's, here's what I found, what's really interesting. In Arkansas, and I suspect this is all around places where people hunt deer regularly, they love to give away meat. Now, not the bulk of what they, but right. they loved it. Oh, I got a deer, because then they tell you their deer story. They give you a little yeah, bit. you got to learn everything about it. That's right. That's right. Uh, this deer, the one I have, yeah. killed in Texas. I know exactly nice. where it came from. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's just wonderful, and it and it makes for an enjoyable story, and they love talking about it and sharing their adventures. Who's the uh, comedian from Blue Collar? Um, uh, Foxworthy. Foxworthy. Yes. I mean, he does a whole thing about how venison is the most expensive meat in the world. <laughs> oh, I didn't know why. Because you got like you got to the... have the four wheel. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He yeah. says if you factor it all in. He says that's the most expensive meat well, in the world. Well, we go trout you're... fishing. True. We went trout fishing, right? We you know, we got to fill up the boat. We got to drive up and all this. I'm like, these are thirty dollars a pound or something. Yeah. And we ate. We caught our limit, right? Remember yeah, that, Chris? We did. And Chris and I and Chris's family were there. It was one meal. One meal. We <laughs> Probably cost us a few hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, it's and it was that's delicious, that's, and it was a lot of fun. That's why capitalism is so fantastic. It's beautiful. <laughs> and we'll do it you again. You can go to the store and buy that same trout, about the same poundage yeah. and everything, oh, yeah. and save. We don't want to. $85. Yeah, we don't want to. That's right. We want to catch it. Yeah. So for you who like socialism, screw you. Anyway. Yeah. And hey, I, for you, like socialism, I that. get on a plane 
and fly to a socialist country, are there still any, see how successful it is. Here's the facts, and now we're going to transition, by the way, thankfully, (laughs) and finally, into some politics. Name me one country in the history of mankind that is socialist and successful. There aren't any. It there ain't are Greece. zero countries. It's not Greece. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's none of them. And I'm not talking about G-R-E-A-S-E. Exactly. All right. That's I'm a, not talking about what's on your pillow when talking you come home. About. Okay. I'm yeah, country, about, you mean that country that's in the behind Turkey? That's yeah. Right. Greece. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's right. exactly Greece, right. which was a great, great nation at one 100%, 100%. time. 100%. 100%. Just like Rome at that's one right. time was a great Before nation. Before it fell. And, and then they went off the rails and ended up... Uh, Finding out the Germans were a little tougher than what they were expecting. Uh, yes. What right. happened in the end? You know, it, it, the, the, the programs sound great, right? These democratic truths, right? <laughs> Free health care. Free what, everything. What's wrong with that? That's good. Yeah, but, but, no, but it's not true. Area. It's right. There is no That's free. That's the key. There free is no free. Rent. Somebody has to pay for it. Free student loans. Oh, man. Don't, Come even, on. don't even get me started oh. on student loans <clears throat> right, right what is now. It? Yeah, we're going to forgive student loans, but the pipe fitter. The the painter, yeah. uh, the the paver, the guy that works for a living, who's invested in his own job, yeah. who's invested in his own family, who's taking loans on his own house, who has a loan on his own car. We don't forgive none of that. No. Why? Because we want to forgive a a bunch of. By the way, I went to college, I went to law school, I took a bunch of loans, and I paid them back. We want to forgive but a let bunch. Me of, talk yeah. about it. What year were you in college? Uh, I graduated college in 89. I graduated law school in 92. Okay, well, they hadn't made the move on college loans then That's right. to being I, government I loans. I took my loans right. from banks. You took it I from a bank. I remember going to the bank that, to sign the There's a big difference That's there. Right. I yeah. mean, they sent out the, the hounds if you were banking right. your I own know, back. I paid them early, by the way. What's interesting yeah. about that is if you don't pay for it, you can't have it. So maybe if you don't pay for your degree, maybe you got to give it give back. back. Yeah, I'm just saying. But Take it way, off the wall. The guy with a philosophy degree from University of Nowhere, who's who's st- you know sweeping floors. But by the way, which is a noble profession. Right. But he's doing it because the degree is worthless. Yeah, maybe maybe he should give back that degree. Maybe we shouldn't tell everybody that everybody needs a degree. Listen, I'm an academic. I'm all for education. I encourage everybody, even with a, a a small amount of potential, think about going to college. But guess what? When my when my pipes are clogged, I call a plumber, and I pay a lot of money because that's a good service. There's a joke about that. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get into those. No, jokes. I can't tell exactly. that joke. I'm sure on you here. can't. If about Dave the, says the it was plumber, a joke, then he's telling you the joke. The plumber and the surgeon. If yeah. you've never heard that joke, look it up. Yeah, I want to exactly. hear it. I'll it's good. Let's see if I can tell the following joke. You. It, uh, do we need to take yeah, a break? Yeah, we need to take a uh, break. Okay, I'll tell the joke All right, when we, we come back. we got a joke when we come back, so stick with us. It is the Dave Ellswick Show. i got to go start coffee because Chris Corbett is going to go insane if he finishes his coffee and there is a, a new pot made for him to uh, partake of. we got a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about that joke when we get back. And I'd like to know what law says that you can gather on the lawn of somebody and and protest in front of their homes yes yes i want to talk about i want to i want to talk about that no i want to talk about that because they're going to break the law and now this has gotten to the point where people's lives are in danger let's take a break we'll talk about this more when we return on the dave ellswick show all right back with you here on the dave ellswick show and uh before we do this uh because robert's going to tell a joke 
Yeah, if you're out there somewhere and you've got a play gun with a knife in it, stay 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 away away from me. Stay away. (laughs) And don't take a big gulp of coffee right now because you might do a spit take. Yeah, I'm just saying you got to be careful. So with with that in mind, okay, you're a joke. Right, so you got a, a doctor. A dentist, and then the the surgeon who does circumcisions. Uh, uh, they're all uh, sitting on a bass boat talking, right? All right, right. So the uh, the uh, the doctor says, uh, "You see this ring? This is uh, th- this stone is a gallstone that I removed from a patient." Oh, very nice. The other two say, "Very nice." Right. The dentist says, "Well, you see this bracelet? I made this from gold extracted from old teeth that I had to replace. That kind of thing, right?" right. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, and then the uh, surgeon who performs circumcision pulls out his wallet and he says well you know this is made from the circumcisions uh-huh. the other two go oh, okay but you know it's just a wallet and he goes yeah but when you rub on it it turns into a set of luggage <laughs> 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 folks if you don't get that joke yeah. just move on just move on don't worry about it rim shot yeah exactly gotta get a rim shot in here yeah that's very that's going to be replayed, right? Yeah. That's going to be on noon, yeah. right? <laughs> Your challenger is going to use that against you. Let him use it. Hey, Johnny Crickets hasn't said anything. You know Bring what, it on. You know what, what he'll say? He'll, yeah. He's going to say, not only will he be a bad legislator, yeah. but he'll never be a stand-up comic. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my class, by the way, in total deadpan, I say, um, I take my uh, teaching very seriously, and by the way, I'm very funny. Total deadpan. <laughs> and then they all look at me like, is he nuts? And the answer is a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A tad. Just a tad. Don't worry about it. All right. Let's uh, turn our attention to the news now. Because one of the big, big stories that's out there, of course, is the uh, Supreme Court leak where you had the uh, Alito had written, uh, you know, a a decision, uh, but it was not the final decision. It's a draft opinion. It's a draft of of what? Incidentally, Dave. I thought it was uh, fake. uh, Yeah. On Steinbuck on Sundays uh, here on 101.1 FM, The Answer, uh, Sunday at noon, We'll be talking about that. Hopefully, Chris will be on the show with me. Cool. Uh, and we'll be talking about that opinion. Okay. Yeah. Very and, good. It's just, and, it's just an important opinion. Yeah, that's right. When somebody leaked it, they need to find out who. You don't leak drafts of no. Supreme Court opinions. No, that's right. No, you, it, uh, it, it destroys everything that the Supreme Court stands for. Yeah. Well, when I, when I first saw the first news blurb, I was like, this can't be fake. The Supreme Court does not leak opinions. Yeah. I was like, this isn't right. Well, the next sure day, enough. you know, Roberts came out and said, no, that's a real opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him, by the but way. But it's yeah. not the final. Good right. for him for it's being not transparent. The final. That's not yep. the final votes, although I believe that it will be the final vote. I think that's right. Although I think it would be very interesting if the uh, liberal justices would say, we side with our our conservative brethren and we'll vote with them on this because it was leaked out and caused all the problems it did. It won't happen, but I'm won't just saying, happen. be nice. So do my heir. And she's such a dingbat. She's not going to change her mind. I wouldn't change my mind. If I was a justice and somebody leaked it and then everybody was threatening me, that would just firm my resolve. Well, that's what they're trying to do, Dave. They're trying to intimidate. Well, that's right? what it was all about. Right? But I their, agree with, their addresses with, have been leaked. I agree their with you, Dave. They, the justices, if anything, have, will harden their position. You remember in the I story so. in the Bible in Exodus, uh, God hardened the heart of Pharaoh 
when Pharaoh was... Wouldn't leave his people go. Yeah, wouldn't let the Jews go. Um, uh, and uh, by the way, the, at the time, Israelites, right? Meaning it's before the covenant, before they were even Jews. Um, and, and Pharaoh wouldn't let him go. And uh, um, God hardened his heart, but still gave him free choice. Yeah. And Pharaoh made the wrong choice. Yeah, he sure did. He made it several different ways, several right. different times. And he paid for it dearly. How many, how many, how many different uh, uh, judgments were there? Eight? Eight plagues, yes. Okay, eight yes. plagues. So eight times. Yes. And each time that means he had to harden his heart even harder that's than right. the time before. But anyway, we'll get out of, you know, that's a whole, I'm just telling you, I could do a whole sermon just on hardening your heart of course and how of course. how easy it is then to get into the position of hardening your heart time and time and time and time again to the that's point right. that you can't find a soft spot you know and that's why it tells you to you know break up the old, old earth you know and get get in there and break it and turn it over all right we're at the bottom of the hour so let's take a break for the news and we'll come back and we'll talk more about that decision Okay, so let's talk about this leak that happened uh, yeah. at the Supreme Court. They they let out a draft of a uh, you know a final opinion. So it wasn't really a final opinion; it was a draft, a draft of a final opinion. It was right. written by Judge Alito, and I guess th- there were four other names attached to it. Comey Barrett was on it. You had uh, Gorsuch, you had uh, Kavanaugh, and you had Thomas. So they were all attached to it. So it was five justices. In in, par- in legal parlance, that's a slam dunk. Yeah, it's a majority. All right, that means you win. That's exactly what that means. Uh, now, from what I'm understanding and what has kind of come out because of this, uh, the chief justice doesn't agree with the way what Alito wrote, although he was leaning to keeping the Mississippi law intact and keeping Roe v. Wade intact somehow, you know, he, he's a little squirrely. I mean, sure, we know but, we know that from Obamacare. But yeah, the, in, what the they three call liberals definitely stayed on the liberal side. He's the chief justice is what you call an incrementalist. He likes to make small adjustments in the law through judicial opinions. He's Asa Hutchinson. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> was that a joke? Yeah, that was a well, joke. Well, I don't know if that's a joke or not. You know, I that's was kind of the way it is. Uh, I was interviewed the other day when Asa announced that he's considering considering running for president, and uh, I said what is clearly clearly the case. He doesn't re- represent the base of the party. No, he doesn't think Trump does either. That's or, right. Wait a second. Let's clarify that. He says he shouldn't represent the party. That tells me that he knows in the back of his mind that Trump does. And what we've seen in these latest uh, elections that have happened with Vance in Ohio. and Huge some, you know, deal. I mean, right. Vance, who was the Trump, uh, you know, golden boy, mm-hmm. came, back, came back to win that, uh, that primary. He was down 23 points right. when Trump endorsed him. And now he won. That's right. Yeah. And Oz was down a lot in Pennsylvania. Now he's like two points behind the guy that's ahead of him. It's a huge. You get a you get a Trump endorsement. It's a leg up, no doubt about it. That's why I everybody says John Bozeman's going to lose. I just look at him and go, no, 
That's all I say to him. Nope, it won't, it's not going to happen. John and Bozeman's backed by President got, Trump. Yeah, he's got his endorsement. Yeah, absolutely. And he came early, too. Yeah. Because you know why? Because as a senator, Bozeman voted about 97 times with Trump. Well, and here's what people are finding out now, that a lot of things that Trump said are correct. Right? The Russian collusion wasn't there. No, it was false. I mean, all these things are coming out now, and... Um, it's amazing. Although that, the, the lady that's going to head up the new government ministry of truth. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Mary yeah. Poppins. Oh, yeah. She was Poppins. she was singing something. Have you seen it? No. Yeah. What yeah. is the Mary yeah. Poppins yeah, she was She was singing She's the song Expialidocious. Oh, my. Literally? Right. Yes. yes. The and, person. Yes. On and using About conservatism. truth. Oh, it's yeah. so. It's like. It's, it's ridiculous. I thought it was a joke. Rob, I thought it was a joke. I was oh like, is this for real? Oh, my gosh. And yeah. she's got a whole ton set of, of liberal Twitter. ideas. It was on, yeah, it was on Twitter, yeah. TikTok. Yeah. These you leftists have gone off the deep end. Oh, well, it's it's comical. She she's really a, has. She's a clown. She doesn't. She didn't. She believes in Russian collusion. Oh my yeah. gosh. She uh, helped spike uh, the Hunter Biden story about his laptop. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. truthful story yeah. that yeah. Twitter suppressed, censored. Yeah. Leftists. Hit, hit that. With Jack the leftist. And there's a lot of other things that, uh, you know, that she's at. She's not the person that I would pick. No, no. If I wanted mean, somebody for. Pick. Uh, no, we wouldn't mis, have a ministry. For misinformation. Of, we wouldn't have a misinformation bureau to begin with, yeah. Dave. Isn't that kind of scary? Yeah. I mean, think it's, about it, that. How how close is that to saying ministry of it truth? Is the it Soviet is Soviet so Union. Close. It is the and Soviet jo- Union. Yeah, Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, was hammering the Majorca guy. I'm telling you right now, from what they said in that House committee yeah. when he was there, yeah. they're going to impeach him if we take the House. He back. needs to be impeached. He's gone. He's yeah. awful. Yeah. He's, well, yeah. yeah he says, He's a liar. Well, he, yeah, he yes, is. He's he like, is. I don't even have control of that. Wait, wait, wait. wait. wait, wait, wait he, worked for he, he worked for Homeland Security, right? right? You could take her out. You could fire her. You could dissolve it now. Right. He's like, no, I can't. Wait, wait, what? What's your position again? Yeah. This is he the told the, the people on, on front lines at the border one thing, came and told Congress another thing. Yeah. He is a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah he really does. He does that. Okay, so let's go back to what we were talking. We kind of got off on, I started chasing a rabbit because, well, you of, said that. because of Ministry yeah. of Truth. Oh, but you uh, see the video. I, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that, that video is just crazy. But let's talk about these groups now that have put the addresses of the of the justices out on the internet not right. the liberal justices mind you right. exactly. the five the five justices that are identified as the ones that protect life yeah are uh, voting with uh alito are going to go with alito and so black lives matter antifa and all the rest of them now are saying and in this uh what is it uh, Ruth for you or whatever, this new group uh, for Ruth Ginsburg, who, by the way, makes the same argument that uh, was made by Alito, that it was really, really shaky case law for Roe v. Wade. And anyway... Wait a minute. Say that. Shaky case law. They cited nothing in the Constitution. I know. Right. It's crazy. Well, didn't they they cite basically a, a right to privacy? Isn't that what yeah. the basic premise was? Although it evolved, right? But yes. Well, yeah. Yes. 
it always evolves. Indeed. You know, Indeed. it's like a Petri dish. It starts off and there's just a few little bad things <laughs> in it. By the time it's over, it's flowed out of the Petri dish and you don't want to get near it. Well, basically, when I read it in law school, the, the federal government usurped the power of the states. Well, of and course they did. And, and this this new draft opinion, hopefully, I haven't read it, but I want to read it. Um, but I would rather, I'd rather read the actual one. The right? one line in it that just threw the left wild. What is it? Was uh, Alito saying, it is time to turn this back to the to the attention of the state. That's right. That's right. And because see, it do doesn't. That? They're lying to you when they say this makes abortion illegal. Yeah, it course. does not. Of course, it allows states to determine. Thank you. That's exactly what should happen. It's the same way with with um, legalizing marijuana, right? But it needs to be up to the states. If you want to be a state, make up a law. And if you don't like it, move out of the state. But to be clear, in Arkansas. We're banning abortion as we should. That's right. And that's why we got a trigger law. That's right. And that's why state elections matter. That's right. That's why they're important. People like, oh, it's all federal. Trust me, folks. If you want to protect life, then you better vote in your state elections. And, and, And this is back to the principles. I hear a lot of candidates talking nowadays and the back to the general principles that this country was founded upon. Hey, guess what? The Coloradians, the ones I've talked to in Colorado, they're pissed off about recreational marijuana because it's everywhere. Yep. It's it's in the parks. It's in they bring their six year olds and their eight year olds to the park and they smell skunkweed. And they're like, Daddy, Daddy, what's that smell? Well, uh, that's a drug you don't need to be smoking. Yeah. You know, it's because it's skunkweed. And um, so, yeah, now they can change the law. But if it's allowed to fail and the whole country doesn't fail, one little state can just change its mind. Yeah. Right? That's the way the founding fathers That's the way they set it wanted up. it. That's why they set it up. For a time That's right. in America, during the time of the wild, wild west, in the east, they shut down all the heroin parlors. All right? Yeah. There were heroin parlors oh, yeah. in the United States. But out west, they did not. You know, the states, know they the didn't story. do that. Right. Yeah. Right. They had... You go in and get and get, those, and get all the hookah, crazy. The hookah uh, by pipes, right? I mean, you yeah, you take a. I think it's interesting that in uh, uh, the movie about um, oh, what's his name, the sheriff, uh, uh, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, and it shows uh, Tommy Lee, not Tommy Lee Jones, who mm-hmm. who played the bad oh, guy Tommy Lee Jones is with good. the red the red head to the red scarf. So anyway, he comes out and he's left he's left the heroin parlor. Oh, yes. He's all smoked up, and I'll he's shooting his gun. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, doing all of that kind of stuff. No, it wasn't Ringo. That wasn't, wasn't Ringo. Ringo. It was, uh... It, Ringo was the guy from Terminator later, you know, from early in his career. He was the guy you know, who was sent back. I had to look up that, what a huckleberry is. A huckleberry. I thought it was a huckleberry. Yeah. A huckleberry is the knuckle on the side of a coffin. They're yeah. saying, I'll be your pallbearer. Yeah. Like, well, I'd rather be your pallbearer. Yeah. That's <laughs> what so Doc used to say. Come on, I'll be your pallbearer. Doc Holliday, that's right. That's Doc Holliday said that, who had uh, consumption, which we call now tuberculosis. And what killed him, it's what killed him. You know, he died yeah. in a sanitarium from it. So he went out west where it was dry and tried to, yeah, of course, his excessive drinking and things. And, Doesn't help. And things didn't help uh, his situation. But anyway... That was legal out there. Yeah. They could right. the do all that the stuff. The states get to choose, right? Guess what? The New York police didn't show up and try to arrest him. Exactly. Because it wasn't the law. Yeah. 
Well, I think prostitution is legal in Nevada, right? Yep. There's certain. Hey. Yep. You Cat make, House. One yeah. of my old time, all time, old HBO shows was the Cat House show. You remember yeah. that one? The guy that owned is that HBO? Oh, the Bunny, the Bunny House, the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, Red Bunny. You Ranch. know, talked about uh, the women who who worked right. out there and things of that nature. And yeah, there was some stuff in it that wasn't pleasant and and whatnot. But right. you know, you got to know what the other side is saying. And when it comes to freedom, yeah. freedom is not this this really clean kind of thing. I mean, no, it's that, not. That's what I mean. Jefferson was good. You know, I'll take you know when he said that he would take the kind of the unregulated world of freedom over yeah. the boot of slavery. That's a hundred percent right. And you know, it's interesting about that. So these folks that have these addresses. They have the right to peacefully assemble. Okay. As soon as they do something unpeaceful, they're criminals. On a public on public property, and not on private good property. Point. That's a very good point. And they take it too far, and they're taking it to intimidation. Yep. Right? Yeah. And uh, so they're trying to influence public policy through the threat of violence. That's what this is all about. Yeah. That's what this... That's it. And that's criminal. And so when you think about, well, who leaked it out? Well, it doesn't make sense for someone who is to the right to link it out, to leak it out. No, uh, no. You know, but for somebody on the left, it makes all the sense in the world. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Although I think it's going to backfire in their face. It's going to be like when you watched uh, the old Popeye movie, you know, cartoons and stuff. And the guy's smoking the cigar, and then it explodes, <laughs> and it explodes right back to his lips, and it's all yeah, over his like face Wiley and all Coyote that. Or That's exactly, exactly what the left is doing. As always, yeah. they are overplaying their hand, and they're saying stuff that if they don't know that it's false, they should know that it's false. Okay, let's uh, we'll continue when we get back. Don't forget about ICU protection. They are ready to help you out. I had them come out to my house. Uh, it wasn't Billy Mack. One of his associates came out to my house. And uh, I've got sensors now on all my doors and on all my windows. And I've got cameras on my doorbell. And I have one that's uh, pointing down at my driveway. Now, when you if you come to my house and you get out of your car and you're walking, because people typically come in, through the garage door into my house. If you hear, <laughs> all right, you hear a whistle, that's my camera whistling at you. That notification, I like it, that. It, it whistles. It, well, here's what it does. It, it whistles It whistles, and it's, you know, you hear it, and you think <laughs> it's a bird or something, so you look up at where the whistle's coming from, and you get a good shot of the people's face. <laughs> and so, that's yeah, awesome. And so it's safe. That's awesome. They've got the people's faces safe. <laughs> yeah. So just so you know, that whistle is to get you to look up, just so you know. They do that for every house. They do that on your doorbell if you want it. They'll do it as far as that goes. I figured they're going to push the doorbell. You know what I like about it? The other day, because my my porch is set back a little bit, the camera went on early when the person came to deliver my package from UPS, mm-hmm. and I could watch them bring it up to the thing. So if they had tried to get into it, nice. I would have had it on, on video for them. So anyway, it, it's a great system. It really, really is. I mean, I went with Billy Mack after I talked to him about it, and he told me about it, and I get it all on my smartphone, and it's all stored up in the cloud. So 
you know, you can break into my house and look for the equipment that it's all being recorded on. Ain't none there. It's up in the cloud. That's where it's at. And I can keep it up to two years. So just, wow. keep, just keep that in mind. And uh, in, and it does a, a great job. These are the people that, you know, do the, uh, uh, the, the, the alarm security and all the rest for Nuke 1. If it's good enough for a nuclear reactor, I think it's probably good enough for my house. Uh, Billy Mack could do a good job for you. Call him 501-205-1333. And one other big selling point that he came up with to me. He says, Dave. I said, yeah. I said, uh, we were talking. I said, well, how much How much do the cameras and all these sensors cost me? He looked at me and says, absolutely nothing. That hardware is yours. All you must do is pay your monthly fee for the service. So you pay for the service. And all the other good stuff is all yours to keep. That's ICU Protection, 501-205-1333. Okay, so let's talk a little further about these groups now that are publishing the uh, addresses of the five Supreme Court justices that seem to be signed on to Alito's uh, uh, piece of work about Roe v. Wade and how upset they are. And now they're not wanting to just stay in front of the Supreme Court building and and uh, protest. They want to go to these people's homes. In fact, they're being told uh, by some of these different groups, show up at their houses and uh, and protest. So let's talk about that. What can they do and what can't they do? So they can go out front of the house and they can protest peacefully. They can't typically block the streets. In Ar- in Arkansas, we have a law that uh, makes that a criminal activity if you're blocking the streets. But they can stand on the public street on and protest. On the sidewalk, right? Sidewalk. right? Sidewalks are public as well yeah. if, if you have a sidewalk. I don't have a sidewalk, for example. Um, but by the way, here's an interesting point. I can't tell you how many times I've heard... Uh, Frankly, folks on either side say, well, there's an easement, so I get to stand on your property. Excuse me? No, you don't. You don't own the easement. <laughs> you don't. The easement says that people, certain people are given a right to traverse that land. Who are those people? First of all, it ain't you. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, it's the power company, the water company, that type of thing. They are given an easement. And what does an easement mean? A temporary right of way to do those things that you're entitled to do for the public interest for the public interest no less although there is such a thing as a private easement as well because if you live say in a community with a poa and you have a common land that you've got to drive or walk through that's part of an easement as well that Uh, was that big uh, supreme court decision out east was it in connecticut where they were going they wanted to build the big mall and so, that wasn't easement. They took her land. Yeah, they, they took, took the pe- woman's they land. Took right. People's land. Yeah. What was that. it? Cato, Limo, something yeah. like that. Name like that. Yeah, Cato. Right, Rob. Cato. Cato. There it is. I've drafted yeah. and reviewed hundreds of easements, and easements are given for specific purposes. That's right. The main case law on this is when folks gave land for the railroad. That right. easement was for the railroad only, and when the railroad came in and installed fiber optics in that deal. They had to pay the owners again. Good. Because the easement was yeah. only for the railroad. It's for a specific purpose. And the easement is not for the purpose of protesting. That's the right. It's for utilities, water, sewer. Okay, so if they're not standing on the sidewalk or on the street, right. 
And if they're hindering traffic, they could even be found, you know, criminal. Criminal. You know, I mean, criminal. Let's say they're out there at the bullhorn. They need to. They need to. Yeah. Well, you got disturbing the peace. Yeah. Noise I mean, ordinances. I mean, it's it's the right to peacefully assemble. If you're hollering at somebody, I take it. If someone's got their fist balled up and they're hollering at me, I'm going to take it as a threat. I would think so. Yeah. For for though some of these judges they don't because they're not the ones it's, that they're hollering yeah. at. Well, someone comes running up at. at you with a balled up fist and hollering at you, you've got the right to defend yourself. You don't have to wait till they hit you. You mean I can preemptively thoughts. hit you? You bet you can. Well, the, the, I'll defend that you, all you, day, yeah, every day. To, to be clear, the right to def- uh, self-defense does not require you to be shot at or hit first before you can exercise. But you need to be clear a reasonable basis uh, that you are under attack. Uh, and you've got to demonstrate that when you go to court. Okay, now, uh, yeah. according to the law, we all have freedom of speech, but no one has the freedom to stand up in a crowded theater and yell fire. That's right. right. Well, it's, it's a little so, bit more complicated okay. than that, yeah, by but the way. But point, nonetheless. Just bringing this up. Okay, so point. these groups have put out their addresses yeah, and said, you need to show up and that's you legal. need to lead them know that how you feel yes. about all of that this. Is 100% and we're almost legal. out of time here, and we'll pick it up when we come back. Can they be held liable no. if something bad happens? No. No, it's 100% legal, as I said. Even if they do something bad. even if All they did was put out the address, Dave. It is 100% legal. But what if they're legal. saying you need to show up and... And, and what? And peacefully protest? No, they don't. 100% legal. There is no peacefully okay. in their thing. Uh, yeah. Unless they say you need to show up and burn it down, it is legal. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about that in the next hour. Right. You know? All right. I've got my two lawyers here. I love these guys. No I extra really charge. Do. I love these guys. Again, uh, don't forget that it's uh, Robert Steinbach. He is a law professor at the Bowen School of Law. Uh, his opinions are his and his alone, not those necessary of the of the show or of the uh, um, university for which the uh, school belongs to. And then uh, Chris Corbett's here. He's a he's a practicing attorney, as is is uh, Robert here in the state of Arkansas, and he does most of his practice here in central Arkansas. Let's get a break, and then we'll come back. we got more to talk about, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll walk away today better for it because you'll know what the law says. carry on on the dave ellswick show second hour of the show we got three hours for you today we'll do uh eight o'clock then we'll take a break let's talk a little bit about finances and then i'll come back and we'll talk uh in the nine o'clock hour nine o'clock hour gonna have the travs uh play-by-play man on and get his feel for how the team is doing uh, i know it's a two-way team i understand that and they move people up and they move people down and you don't have the 
consistency you have, like in the major leagues or whatever. But there's some pretty good pitching talent that's uh, out there uh, right now. We'll talk a little bit about that later on today, about 9.05, 9.30. And then we'll talk about the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra. they got something coming up, I think, next week. Or maybe this weekend, because Mother's Day. But we'll talk about them uh, and about what they got planned for you. And uh, you can go see the symphony. Uh, my guests that are joining me, of course, Chris Corbett is here. He's a practicing attorney uh, from Conway. And also, uh, Robert Steinbach is a legal professor over at Bowman School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone. And if you can't get enough of him during my show, during the course of the week, you can always join him at noon, high noon. Uh, he puts his Gary Cooper hat on and uh, does his own talk show. And it's going to be you and Chris on this yeah, weekend? this Sunday, Sunday uh, on 101.1 FM. On Mother's Answer. Day. On, Mon- uh, on Mother's Day. We're pre-recorded. Don't worry. Nobody needs to come into the studio. Sunday at noon. Steinbuck on Sundays. All right. So you got that coming up. I have that reminder about Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you better get on it, Chris. Uh, my mom has passed away. I know that, Mine that is uh, right his, uh, Robert has passed away. Your mom's still around? Yes. Oh, yeah. She was a teacher in Little Rock School District, 42 years. Good for her. Yeah. And, of Good course, Chris Live, is married right. to a mother, and he needs to buy her a little gift as well. Does she, i got three mothers to take care of. Does, she, does she talk to you ever about how education has changed in America? Oh, all the time. All the time. Dave, it's amazing. It hurts and your heart, doesn't it? Bad. Bad. And um, and she um, she was she's a librarian, got a, a master's in library science from UCA, got a bachelor's degree from University of Arkansas in education. And um, she's stunned. Ask her this question for me. All right. Yeah. Ask her, and then you can tell me next week okay, yeah. when you're on. Ask her, in your most vivid nightmares, yeah. did you ever think that a library in a school would have all the pornography books that they have now on the shelf? Yeah. Stunning. I'll ask her that. Yeah. Ask her how she feels yeah. about that. Because yeah. yeah. I'm... It'll take you some work to do it, but if you can get into the, the, the public school library, you will be stunned at the stuff that is there for your oh, yeah. kids to look at. Unbelievable what's there for them to look at. All right, enough about that. Let's move on. Uh, I was talking about this whole thing about protesting, peacefully protesting, about the people who are publishing uh, justices' Uh, addresses and say go out and uh, let's have a protest in front of their house so you're saying to me robert because if they're peaceful there's nothing that they're doing wrong look this but is the if, whole if point of the first if amendment some, if something right? breaks loose and let's say somebody decides to throw a torch through their front window yeah. and set their house on fire it'll be on that person and not on the people that said go out and protest Right, because you can say go out and protest, but you can't say go out and burn down the house because that would be inciting uh, wrongful behavior, inciting you have, a riot. You tell me you can't play parliament, right? You can't play parliament. Burning down the house. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, Dave, um, they've got to be real careful with this because we've got a doctor here in Arkansas that was blown up for performing a I remember that. Yeah, they they some wacko. Uh, leaned a tire up against his car with a grenade behind it. The doctor came out of his house, looked at the tire, said, what's this tire all about? Moved the tire, detonated the grenade. No. Bang, yeah. Yeah. They they, got him for uh, having all kinds of illegal 
uh, firearms. Yeah, he had them buried on his land, and yep. they took. And his wife's trying to get some of it back, but I mean, she can't. But he's still in jail. But based on that historical violence, they need they need some armed guards. I'm just telling you. Well, they, we they had need, the guy out sure. out in the East Coast that was shooting abortion doctors. That's right. No, yeah. and you I mean, can't so do this, any of that. No. That's that's it's yeah. all bad behavior. It's all wrong behavior. Yeah, it is wrong behavior. That's right. We have we have a system where the monopoly on the use of power is in the hands of the government unless it's an emergency, like unless you're being attacked physically at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and barring that, it is correct. It is just that only the government has yeah, the monopoly could, on power. They could walk by. They could walk by their house with a sign. They sure. could put a sign in their car they can and drive in by. They can stand in front. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's a law on the books in Arkansas that says you can't put a sign in your car and, and park on the Capitol grounds. Here we go. If, We're going to talk if about you're a candidate. Yeah, right. if you're a candidate. Let's so, talk about yeah. that. Yeah, so you guys, guys, there's some you guys. Two, and some two yeah. wacko attorneys now filed a lawsuit. Yeah. And what's their so, name? Corbin Steinbach. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Corbin Steinbach filed a lawsuit because we're tired of the Bureau hacks and others d- violating our rights. Okay, let's yeah. be. Yes, yeah. Let me stop you before yes, you sir. get. Yeah. You, don't blow a gas. Don't let me go. Out no, no way. Here it is, okay. Dave. Let me tell you what happened. I became aware of this law when I became a candidate. I read it. I read the rules. I said, "Hey, Rob, did you know they got a? There's a little prohibition against us having a sign." In your own car, if you're a candidate, and we can't drive up onto the Capitol grounds. And what I say? Yeah, no, you're, like, you're not right. You're like, that doesn't, no, that's that doesn't exist. There. I was like, it's in there. But we can have an 11 by 11 sign, but not a 12 by 12 sign. Right? Inches. Yeah. And um, so I said, well, I, you know, I don't think it's ever been enforced against anybody. Maybe we shouldn't worry about it. But by the way, you could put your sign on your car. Wait, put my sign on your car and your sign on my car, and then we're good. Because that's how the law, the law, this crazy law is written. By the way, it was passed by John Woods, Senator John Woods, J-O-N. He's in jail right now. Yes, he is. For public corruption. Yes, he is. He sponsored this crazy bill. Yeah. So uh, then, then we became aware of it. Eddie Joe Williams, running for Secretary of State. Uh, they Someone drew up an ethics complaint against him. And I said, Rob, here it is. They drew up an ethics complaint. Any ethics complaint, you know, they try to make, paint you in a bad light. It's a It's a political trick. And this crazy law exists, so um, we filed the lawsuit. I served it on the state of Arkansas this morning, and um, now we got to go serve the governor. So, what did Eddie Joe have? He have you know vote you know go go Eddie you know, go or something. He had a little sign. Yeah, he had a little sign in his car, and he happened to head some business on the state capitol grounds. He parked in a parking spot. I think he, yeah, he was filing to run for yeah. Secretary of State, so yeah. he pulled up, yeah. parked his car. Actually, couldn't find a spot. Uh, saw one of the state police and said, "You got, you know, because they have spots. Yeah. May I use that for a few minutes?" And he got express permission to do so, right. which is of course permissible. Yeah. And and so he parks there, runs in, runs out. Someone took Snapped a picture or something, pictures, right? Yeah. And said, "Well, you violated the law. Yeah. Why?" For exercising his free speech. And here's the beauty of it. This is the archetype of First Amendment free speech. It is, by definition, political speech. Well, you can't have that political speech. Yeah. Where? On the Capitol grounds? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, and, now, and by the way, do they have voting booths at any time at the, on the Capitol grounds? I don't know. I don't think That's so. That's a good question. I don't ballot? think that they I do. There, no. There's a ballot uh, uh, voting place there, right. I think. I mean, the Secretary of State. I volunteered there, of as a Republican lawyer to um, watch watch polling Paul places, watches, yeah. and um, um, I don't think there's one in the Capitol. Mine's in a church. As I like to say, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be on the poll. 
during the election. <laughs> I'm going to be everywhere with signs. Okay. There's like 10 of me. We'll put everybody in cowboy hats. Yeah, I saw him on the corner. Wait, I just saw him on that corner. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> That's the way to do it. But anyway, all right, so... You, so yeah, you, you, you have to bring this to court because they need to strike it down, correct? That's right. So, That's right. so here's here's a couple like truths that I live by. I have a power to do something about it. I'm a candidate, and I called Rob. I said, Rob, let's do this. Yeah, and that's why we're doing this. Was Chris's idea? Because one, yeah. we have the power to do something about it. We have a we have a law license. And we're candidates, but, and it directly affects us. Wait a second, Chris. I'm a little confused. Wait for it, folks. I'm a little confused because um, your primary opponent had the power to remove that sign that you and I got removed in one day right. from the state revenue office that said no guns allowed, even though that that sign is clearly illegal. That sign is yeah. clearly wrong. You and I got on top of it. You made the phone call, by the way, yeah. and that sign was taken out in one day. But your primary opponent is a JP, meaning he oversees county that property. county property. Yeah. What did he do? Nothing. What did he do? Yeah, and he's a and he's a licensed lawyer. And he's a lawyer. Okay, so it's not only about having the power to do it. Is my point? Yeah, it's about exercising that power to do it. It's an and every day, Chris Corbin and I go to court defending people's rights. By the way, often for free. Yeah, well, we represent a rape victim and here, and for free. Yeah. We, I represent you for free, fighting for our gun rights. We That's represent right. a. A parent, a father, trying to re- regain his custody rights for free. This is what we do. Why? For the good of the people. All right, break. We got to take a break. I know you're ready to jump back in there. Uh, Chris, I'll let you jump in when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, 501-823-0965 is our number if you want to get involved in the discussion. That's always allowed here on my show. Don't forget about uh, East End Towing. East End Towing be happy uh, to take care of you if you find yourself on the side of the road and uh, you need a tow. Uh, But uh, understand that they understand all the uh, situations you can find yourself in. Let's say you break down on the side of the road and you're towing your trailer or your boat trailer or your boat trailer with the boat on it. What do you do then? Well, they'll know what to do and they'll get you to wherever your car needs to be taken to or your trailer needs to be taken to so that it will work correctly. That's East End Towing. They can handle all of those matters by you just giving them a call. 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. East End Towing. All right, back with you. And uh, who do we, was it, Cody? I forget. Danny. Danny. Danny is with us. Hey, Danny, how are you? Welcome to uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. What's your question for uh, Chris and Robert? Well, yesterday somebody uh, attacked me because they they know that I'm a conservative uh, in regard to what the potential of this abortion issue is in Arkansas because they said we do not even have a stipulation for rape or incest to allow abortion. Now, my understanding is, is, in fact, we do, but our law specifies that if you're going to use that as your reason, you have to have filed charges. Is that correct or not? Do you guys know exactly what they wrote into the law as far as that's concerned? About what? About rape and uh, 
you know, incest that, uh, you know, you have to have. No exceptions. Okay. Yeah. No exceptions at all. Yeah, no That's exceptions right. for rape or incest. Okay. You know, I haven't re- specifically read it, but yeah. I thought there was an exception if you prosecuted the rape. But I haven't. That's, read it. that's what I okay. found. Well, I'll make it. I'll make it. I promise you, dude. I don't. Yeah. I can't promise you that we'll hear about it before the end of this hour. But I will text. I will. I will text. Of course, none other than my Jason. my buddies. All right, my buddies, and that is uh, Jason Raper. Yeah, he'll know. He'll know. He'll have the exact information that you you need to have. So keep that. And this is why who you elect for state office matters. Yeah. All right. Does that help you? Well, hopefully the the end result you'll find out, and then it'll help me. There you go. Okay, I'll get I'll I'll get the information for you. It's one of the things that we pride ourselves here uh, on the show. So I'm uh, you guys talk. And let me text. I'm, I'm writing Look it up. Right are, you, are you going to write it? Because I was about yeah, to write Jason. I'm, texting, I'm, I'm sending it to Jason okay. right now. Okay. So that we can get this. So let me see. Raper, raper. Oh. Um, so our lawsuit is designed to allow people to express their political opinions. And those political opinions, by the way, are, you know, vote for John Smith. They're right. not even controversial. Not that that matters. Not that that matters. And this is why it is useful to have some attorneys in the legislature. Because somebody should have said at the time, hey guys, hey guys, uh, this is unconstitutional. 100%. But instead, uh, this guy who's now in jail uh, proposed a law, and folks were like, oh, what, huh? And it and it went through. Yeah, and, and now and now we're trying to get it back. It's a that's right. It's a, once you give up the freedom, that's it. It's a whole other thing getting it back. And 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 a lot of things is so. This law was passed. Our other gun lawsuits on the signs were just made up by right. unelected bureaucrats. To be clear, the law explicitly says that in government buildings. Why government buildings? Because you own the government buildings. We own the government buildings. You know who doesn't own the government buildings? Yeah. The bureau hacks who work inside the buildings. That's right. Well, and, right? Yeah. and the bureau hacks put up signs to say no guns allowed. Hey, yeah. why don't you just put up a sign? You have to pay me an additional $10 that I pocket. Right. You don't own the government. That's right. And uh, I'll tell you the. I was in um, uh, getting a, a title corrected on my 1971 Mustang because they put 72 on it. I walk into the the uh, DMV, the main one down here in Little Rock. And they've got a beautiful sign. It says yeah. no no weapons allowed yeah. unless you have a concealed handgun permit. Right. I was like, well, that's the sign that the Arkansas Game and Fish need. Right. right. Well, let's go through. That's Game and Fish needs it. Right. The courthouse needs it, and City, City Hall. Hall needs it. Yeah. But what does City Hall here in the the Soviet Republic of Little Rock say? It says no guns, no exceptions, because King Bruce Moore thinks he in charge. Well, guess what? <laughs> he ain't in charge because we gone to court and we're gonna fix that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, but but so there's a difference here. So some let. I mean, literally ninety two out of a hundred. State House reps voted for this no sign on your car. Let's talk about the law. It says if you're a candidate, are you a candidate? Yes, me and Rob are candidates. By the way, you're always a candidate if you're in office. Yeah, good point. And then uh, you can't have a sign on your private car. We're not talking about shoving a sign into the the yard there at the Arkansas Capitol. We're talking about on your car, your private vehicle, right? So what if you've wrapped it? If you've wrapped it in one of those beautiful wraps? You can't drive it. It costs thousands of dollars. Exactly. 
and it's on your private car. How can they regulate speech? What kind of speech is it? It's not commercial speech. It's political speech. Now, commercial speech, according to the law, can be uh, uh, refrain. You have to refrain time, place, and manner restrictions. And there's there's some things on that the government can do to you on commercial speech. But this is a political speech, and it cannot be abridged. It says it shall not be abridged. Keep that in mind. Keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. And so you know when people hear some of this kind of stuff. They go, oh, that's so. That's just such mamby pamby little tiny right. things. No, because you add enough little things together, it becomes a big thing. Dave, you hit the nail on the head. Every they, they, you take, they're taking an inch. They're taking an inch, and before you know it, you're yeah. gonna look up. Guess what? Twelve of those. Guess what yeah. that makes? <laughs> that's yeah, right. I mean, it's just like it, it's like it's the whole camel argument. Yeah. Camel gets its nose under your tent, and before long, you got a whole ha- camel in your tent. That's exactly what's going on. And so, when if I and, and you know it's brought to my attention, I'm going to do something about it. If it's brought to Rob's attention, we're going to do something. You hit the books, hit the. Oh wait a minute, they can't do that. How in the world did this get passed? Well, writing a little letter won't just take the law down. We got to go into the judicial branch and say, hey, this law is unlawful and unconstitutional, and then we're going to fight. And it's going to be a fight. It's kind of like the old saying that goes to, and I'm going to paraphrase it, that if one person doesn't have uh, the law behind them, you know, the the, the rule of law behind them, nobody has the rule of law behind them. That's right. And And it's every, I see it happen all the time. You know, there's. You have the right to speak at these public forums, these uh, planning commissions, and these city councils. There's numerous times they just deny people talk to table to talk. Well, they I, tell them you got three minutes. Yeah, and, and but you know what? I think the three minutes may be a time, place, and manner, but they're, they're limiting it. But sometimes they don't even get the three minutes, and I'm stunned. Well, you know what they do in in at the Cabot School Board, don't you? What do they do? You gotta you gotta get a piece of paper asking. Yes, for you to be able to talk to the yeah. school board That's and right. you have to have it seems like to me maybe wrong but i think that this is right 50 signatures on it from other citizens that say oh i need to that, see that that oh, you can speak that may be too restrictive i yeah i need to if that if they may if they pass an ordinance on that i need to see it all right yeah a lot I'll of mind it for you yeah we draft the lawsuit in three hours <laughs> as we did, uh, as you did, yeah. For uh, and I reviewed uh, for our current lawsuit. Yep. All right. So I've sent my question to Jason Raper. Mm-hmm. So we'll hopefully hear from him uh, here in the next uh, half hour and be able to give you some information. But right now we got to get ready for Bill Riley. He's coming up. He's got a new show coming up in the near future. I don't know if we're going to have it here. At the answer, where he's going to do uh, an hour talk show a day. Nice. He's getting ready to come back and and do more. People like Bill O'Reilly. He's one of the guys that kind of shoots from the hip at times, and it would be interesting to hear what he has to say. But he's up next on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, during the break, we had uh, Colonel Reynolds move in. He's here in the studio now. As well as we're going to get a call here any moment from State Senator Jason Rapert. We had a caller who called in and said, Danny, you know, yeah, Danny said, what are the exceptions 
uh, here in Arkansas if the trigger goes into right, effect. They the law to you know, what, uh, what it's going to be. And uh, what I'm getting from Jason, and he'll talk to us here in a moment, uh, he's going to say that it is only in cases of the, the, the mother's life that abortion is allowed so we'll we'll talk to him about it i think he's probably i think he's just called in all right state senator rayford how are you this morning i'm doing great how, how are you doing dave I'm, I'm doing okay i had a caller danny called in and said that he was being attacked uh, he's a a, a a conservative and mm-hmm. uh, he wanted to know what exemptions are in effect if the supreme court says that roe v wade or the casey uh decision is going to go by the wayside it goes back to the states what are the exceptions uh, off the trigger for abortion in arkansas well that's right dave i'll be happy to answer act 180 of 2019 is the bill that i sponsored which is known as the abortion trigger bill Representative Mary Bentley carried that with me, Dave, in the House, and it states that at the moment, and this is the very last clause in the bill, at the moment that the court would overturn in whole or in part Roe v. Wade, Arkansas bans all abortion except to save the life of a mother in a medical emergency. Okay. There are no there are no exceptions for anything else. No rape exceptions, no uh, incest exceptions, etc. In fact, if people study the incest issue, for instance, we see people that deal with sexual traffic trafficking and sexual abuse. That often that is a way for the abuser to basically hold, you know, hold bond, hold that person in bondage because they will take that, that young person in over and over again for abortions and continuing their abuse. And so, no, go go ahead. We lost him. Did we lose him? I know a young boy this morning going to school in Faulkner County, uh, who is the product of a rape and his adopted parents adopted him from his mother who, after she heard the heartbeat said, I can't, I can't kill the child. I want to just put the baby up for adoption. And that little boy is leading a wonderful life. And there are a lot of people out there in that same situation. We are now waking up, thankfully, out of a spiritual slumber to the sanctity of life in our country. And I'm very proud of that. Yeah, let's go back to the arguments that occurred as they were hearing about the Mississippi law. And uh, Amy Cohen Bryant, or uh, Barrett Barrett came out and she brought up a couple of things that we did not have back in 1973. Safe haven laws, all right, we didn't have those, and uh, the the whole thing about being able to adopt, it's a lot easier now than it was back in 73. And Jason, didn't you uh, introduce a bill that became law regarding the safe havens here in Arkansas? I did not introduce the bill, but I was a co-sponsor supporting the bill. And then we actually have a safe haven baby box in Conway, Arkansas, where a baby was saved literally just a few weeks ago. It was a little baby boy. And and this is important. In, In the bill, 
We, in fact, Alan Parker of the Justice Foundation, uh, Dave, is on the board of advisors for the National Association. And forgive my voice, I've been talking a lot lately. That's okay. <laughs> so my voice is not so good that today. <clears throat> but he, Alan Parker is the president of the Justice Foundation. He represented Jane Rowe in her effort to overturn Roe v. Wade. Of course, that was Norma McCorvey. Yeah, let me tell and you, Alan we Parker, had we had Alan on the show yesterday. Well, there you go. Well, Alan was on my program the other day. He comes on frequently, and I'm glad that you had him because he talks about this when he testifies. Every single state in the country has a safe haven law. And so there is no reason for someone that says, I just can't keep this baby. There's no reason for them to say they've got to go kill that human being they actually can put the baby up for adoption. And we have many families in this country who can't, they're, they're infertile. They can't have their own child. They would love to. I've got a, uh, my daughter is about to marry a young man who is adopted. And his family adopted him at birth. And had there not been an alternative, my future son-in-law would probably not be alive right mm-hmm. now. And so we have in place, and people will say, well, yeah, you know, they will often begin to holler at the conservative and say, why don't you take care of the babies? Well, Dave, all children in this country, through Medicaid, by the way, even if they weren't with a family that had the resources to take care of them, Medicaid provides coverage for these children. So the excuses are beginning to fall apart, and we see that we're on the precipice of finally being able to protect these lives. I can't help but say to you, though, I think of that 1854 speech from Abraham Lincoln, A House Divided. Right. And he speaks about how can we go forward where one individual person is considered a slave in one state but is free in another. And I will tell you, we're going to have a continuing debate. How can you kill a baby in, in, uh, say, New Mexico where they have abortion right up to birth? and save the baby in Texas or Arkansas or Oklahoma. We need to save human life. This is what this is all about, and I'm praying that that decision from Alito holds because it will make the difference for millions of little children going forward. All right, Senator, thanks so much for being with us. We won't keep you for a long period of time. but uh, Hey, Dave, can I say one last thing? Yeah, go ahead. Come see Ricky Skaggs Monday night. Go get your tickets at rickyskaggs.com. It's going to be a great night for God and country. We'd love to have you. All right. We appreciate you, Senator. And, uh, you know, call him back very short notice. I just texted him a moment ago. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, the colonel is here. We'll be talking to him. We'll uh, also see if we can hold him over to the 9 o'clock hour since we got another hour and we'll have him on the on the show i promised him this half hour and he's not getting all of it so but we want to get all the information that you need to have when you're listening about the issues here on the dave ellswick show i'm stephen davis and this is your Travs report for friday Travs falling last night in frisco six to one to the frisco rough riders Travs got yet another good start Right-hander Taylor Dollar, the reigning Texas League Pitcher of the Week, gave up a run in the first inning but then really settled in nicely. Retired nine in a row at one point. He ended up going five innings, allowing just a run on four hits, no walks. Struck out three, gave his team an ample chance. The offense, though, could not take advantage of some early opportunities. Travelers left 
seven runners on base in the first four innings of the game. Particularly of note, the first and fourth innings where they had two men on with no one out and could not take advantage. Travs had a frustrating offensive evening, to say the least, as they were held to just one run on three hits for the night, despite drawing seven free passes. They get just the one run. So the Travs dropped this one last night in Frisco. They still lead the series, though, two games to one. Teams are back at it tonight, 635, first pitch on a Friday night with right-hander Connor Jones on the mound for the Travs. 0-2 with a 7.56 ERA. Left-hander Cody Bradford scheduled to go for Frisco. He's 2-1 on the year, but an ERA of 8.64. We'll see if the Trav offense can get going tonight in Game 4 of the series here in Frisco. Again, Travs fall last night 6-1. I'm Stephen Davis. This is your Travs Report. Okay, let's finish up for uh, this hour. At 9 o'clock, I come back. All right, I, I disappear and then I come back, and uh, we'll do another hour, and the colonel will be with me for the first half hour of the 9 o'clock hour, and then we're supposed to have the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra on to talk about, I guess, a Mother Day presentation oh, nice. that they're gonna be, uh, going to be doing as far as that's concerned. So stick around. we got a lot more to talk about. When it comes, when it comes to politics... And we get in this close because Monday's the first day of, of, of early voting. A lot of people don't realize that. Starts Monday. You can start voting. That's the day that I'll probably go ahead and vote. That way I'm not trying to remember I got to get down to the polling place. I'll just go get it done and be done with it. So keep it in mind, and uh, we'll talk more. We were going to have the Travs on, but we'll have them on after the 24th, I can tell you for a fact, they'll be on at 9.05 every Friday, just so you know that. Okay, so, Colonel, what's going on with you? Uh, first off, it's great to be here. Thanks so much. Uh, been, uh, I love, love coming on your show, and this is important. Again, early voting does start next week, and I think it's very important for people to understand that uh, they need to know as much as they can about each of the people they're voting for. Um, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I'm not a real big fan of early voting because I think there's a lot of things that can happen between now and the 24th that may really make a difference in how people vote. Uh, So uh, you can do what you want to do. Early voting is there. Uh, But I uh, hope that people wait just a little bit longer because I think there will be some more things that will come come, come about that may change their mind. Well, be honest with you. I probably know the candidates a lot better than most people. Well, that's true. You're, you're, you are uh, uh, one of the few that probably know all of us. You yeah, know. I know. I've been look. I've been doing this for 23 years in right, Arkansas right. now, and I remember in 2010 standing on the steps. That's when the when the whole thing went down with uh, the Tea Party. Right. Uh, right. Standing out on the the uh, the steps and looking at all the people who decided that they were going to run that never in their wildest imaginings ever thought they would run and i said keep in mind that as bad as i'm going to be going after some of the people that are running for re-election that if you go off the tracks you can be next (laughs) (laughs) well listen uh, a plug for your nine o'clock spot when i come on there's some things I want to talk about. Okay. Number one, I want to talk about my visit with President Trump on Tuesday. I think people will be interested in that. I also want to talk about a recent poll that we did last Monday. I think that they're going to be really interested in that. So please come back at 9 o'clock because I'm going to share that information. All right. So that's that's coming up. 
How's uh, how how uh, you gonna have to buy another pickup truck this year? <laughs> I remember yeah. last time you ran, man, oh, man you I had to buy a new one. I put about fifty five thousand miles on that sucker, boy. Uh but no, no, we're we're I'm just in a car driving around, pulling okay. my little trailer with my sign. And uh I think this time is gonna be different. I think now, wait everybody, a second. Everybody, you're not pulling that sign over there by the Capitol. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No. I got we a big sign on the back of the These two guys here are are all over that. They oh, won't oh, let I you. I heard about it. Yeah. I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go over there and get a ticket. What's it, $150? $150. Yeah. 150 bucks. That's exactly right. You're right on <laughs> it. For expressing your views. It's ridiculous. For expressing your views. So I don't think they would like the one that I've got on the back of the big uh, uh, 18-wheeler, the back end of the trailer. Yeah. It's got Fire French Hill. Okay. Uh, <laughs> May 24th. Nice. So they probably don't like that one. But uh, anyway. Anyway, the, the thing is, is that. It's a ridiculous law in the first place. It is. You could get someone else to drive it. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. You could. You could technically. What is crazy? Couldn't you get? Couldn't you put it in an LLC? You don't own it. LLC what are, what are you gonna? Well, we just. I mean, there's so many ways. What to, are you gonna do for the people who have wrapped their cars and stuff? Yeah, man. Well, you're gonna tell them you can't even drive your car to buy and be on the you know the capital property. And I have nothing against the Secretary of State. He's just following the law yeah. on that kind of stuff. And by the way, my thanks to the Secretary of State because yeah. he's given us basically the okay. This is going to happen at Christmas time. Oh. The colonel's going to like this. We're going to have a tree for the troops. All right. We're going to put up a real big Christmas tree, and right. you'll be able to to put a ornament on it to commemorate somebody who served, That's who fantastic. is still That's serving, great. or you want to remember maybe a friend or somebody. You know, I I just don't understand why we don't have anything like that already. Well, there's a lot of things we should have had. We should have had a Hall of Fame 30 years ago. 40 yeah, you're years right ago, about that, Colonel. Absolutely. One. So it just takes good people to say, hey, you know what? Let's make it. Let's make that happen. And Support it does, the veterans. And How I hard don't is believe, that? hey, let me tell you what. I think it's ridiculous that we've got to take over uh, another uh, constitutional officer's office to have that. Right. There should be some place in the Capitol to salute the great heroes that have served here in Arkansas. Right, right, right. I agree. I mean, we've got the one wall in the treasurer's uh, office. That's there. it. But uh, we should have a, a whole whole room. There's huge stories. Well, it some should be in the, the common stories. area, frankly, right? Right, right. right. Yeah, well, we wanted, the, uh, we wanted the room at the very in the entrance into the Senate chambers uh, on the first floor, uh, which is on the south end. And uh, we could not get that secured for some reason. It just haven't happened for, what, 10, 11 years. And it still stays vacant. They could have had it. We had a uh, an architect d- design everything for that room. And unfortunately, it hadn't uh, taken place. Well, vacant. I'll tell you what. I'll find a state senator there you go. that wants to draft up some legislation about that. Right. Well, why not a House rep? Because Rob Steinberg passed that law. I'll have exactly to have right. somebody on the House side to right. carry it as well, Robert. Right. So we'll get it in front and we'll put it up in front of them for a vote we're not asking them to build it all we're asking is to facilitate us to have the space to build it Uh, yeah yeah it's all we've already got it funded we have the funds to do it and uh uh, you know again we got a letter signed but just about everybody saying they wanted it but never happened see you're you this is this is fun because you you weren't expecting us to bring that up no no no, no, but you're, but you're ready to, make to talk that about it. Oh, absolutely. Happened. Because let me tell you what, I got involved with it, and I got involved with it because of this man right here. Well, thank you. He came down, he came over, and he sat and talked to me about it and what he wanted to do, and I said, I'm in. And when it comes to veterans, I'm basically in for it all. 
Uh, here's what I'm not in. I'm not in for helping the illegals to the detriment of our veterans. And we're doing that now, too, yeah, on the border. Absolutely. They're going to take doctors from the VA to uh, to be there for the surge that they're expecting. Yes. Are you Ridiculous. That they're inviting. Oh, exciting. They got a surge at the VA hospital. Oh, it's horrible right now. So I don't think the veterans get a $1,000 goodie bag with a phone in it and a free health care pass. Come on. Do they? Got to get those government phones out. Got to get them out. We're all paying for it. Oh, yeah. We're all paying for it. And they free. on your phone bill. With your Texas, you also get a free ride to D.C., right? Yeah, yeah. Abbott to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Abbott to do that. There's a lot of wild things going to happen over the next two and next two years. Over the next five months, right here in the state of Arkansas, there's going to be a lot of things happen here yeah. as well. I am going to make a prediction. The most craziest debate will be if it happens. Is going and the most paid attention to will be the debate between the mayor of Little Rock. And uh, Steve the challenger, yeah, Steve, Steve Landers. Landers. I Are think that will, will be. I, I'm. I'm. I put out a word to both of them. I'm oh, waiting for uh, Landers will do it. <laughs> it I, I guarantee you, Landers will do that it. That would be very interesting to hear to hear that. And I did ask the uh, the congressman to debate, and he he said they didn't have time. Yeah, yeah I have but a challenge. I had a challenge there. for French Hill, and uh, and uh, I knew he wouldn't take it because he can't answer the question. He cannot answer how he voted on these bills, so he would just rather not not do it. And they don't want to give me the name recognition. I'll explain why when I tell you about my poll. Okay, that's coming up at nine o'clock, and that's coming up. And look, it, it's not French Hill that's done this. This is this is consistent across uh, many times for the people who are running for reelection. All right. Uh, Sarah didn't do it. Right. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, our AG didn't do it. Our uh, our uh, lieutenant governor didn't decided not to do it because they didn't want to give any. They didn't want to stand on a stage with somebody that uh, they thought was going to lose hands down to them. And I mean, they told me that that's exactly the way it was. I said I thought it was wrong. I thought that the voters of Arkansas had had the right to hear from the people that want to hold the offices in this state to hear what their elected officials believe and uh, to uh, have those people up there. But, hey, I cannot twist a person's arm and make them do a debate. I just can't make that happen. I was surprised that it was so difficult for some people. My thanks to the lieutenant governor's uh, candidates that were running. Uh, Leslie wasn't there for that but uh, also for the Secretary of State because he, right. he, uh, he debated on the air with uh, Eddie Joe. So, uh, and I thought it was a great debate. Right. Everybody said, well, I'd go for about an hour. Well, at the end of two hours, we still had a lot of questions still to be answered, and they didn't have time to, to get to them. Can I say one thing? Uh, uh, since early voting starts on Monday, uh, the voter guide, I think the Demgas voter guide comes out on Sunday. Okay. And so let people, hey, listen, if you're going to early vote, at least get the voter guide and look at it and look at uh, and compare And if somebody's been in office eight years and they're still undecided about a, an issue, uh, that's a problem. That means they are they are trying to walk the fence. Uh huh. Yep. Walking the razor's edge. So that's to speak. it. All right. So Robert and Chris and uh, the Colonel are going to have breakfast somewhere and left me here to to be hungry. But uh, I'll join them again at nine o'clock here in the studio. And we'll do another hour here of the Dave Ellswick Show. Stay tuned for our show coming up. We're going to talk about finances 
And how should you be preparing that nest egg? That's all coming up on 1011 FM, The Answer. on the air again to the last hour of the Dave Ellswick show for another week and it's a good one. I mean, I've got I've got the whole studio full of people. Robert Steinbach is back. Law law of course uh, professor. Uh, professor over at uh, the the school, the law school. He's also at uh, you know, that's over at UALR. Uh, of course his opinions do not necessarily reflect those of the law school or UALR and he now has a Sunday program here on 1011 FM, The Answer, called Sunday with Steinbach, and it happens at high noon on Sundays. Also here, Chris Corbett, he's our uh, practicing attorney from over in the uh, Conway area, and then back with us, he was in with us the last few minutes uh, of the 8 o'clock hour, but now here for a half hour with us during the 9 o'clock hour is Colonel Conrad Reynolds, who's running uh, to unseat uh, the congressman in District 2, French Hill, and uh, he is running for your vote in the primary that comes up on the 24th. Don't forget, early voting starts Monday. Monday's early voting. So. And he's it. And you just got back, what, from Florida? You were down hanging out with the Donalds? Is that I what did, I heard? I did. I, I, did. I uh, went down to uh, Mar-a-Lago. And, How is uh, that place? Is oh it like gosh. cool? It is incredible. Uh, without going, you know, Mar-a-Lago means from uh, sea to lake. Okay, in Spanish, and so it's right in the middle. It's on the island there. It's it's just it's an amazing uh, place. It was built in the twenties. Got a good golf. Got to have a golf course. Uh, the golf course is separate. It's another oh, location. Okay. Um, but it is a, a kind of a, a club, and um, uh, it's a big. It's like I don't know, fifty five thousand square feet. It's got a big pool. It's got all kinds of things. Of course, when we go there, when I went there, you know, we weren't allowed to go to every place. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, uh, it really enjoyed seeing President Trump. I will tell you what the people need to know: this guy is a genuine person. He is a wonderful host. And uh, I really enjoyed my discussion with him, short discussion, uh, but we talked about things. I won't share what we said in private, but uh, I know that he is interested well, in Arkansas. Well, why not? No, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. But I will tell you that he is interested in, in Arkansas politics. You know a little and, about uh, secrecy and security, that's right. don't you? I, I, just a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, but, and so, but I will tell you that it was uh, great meeting him, and uh, I think that uh, we'll just wait and see. Stay tuned what's happening in the future here well i'm interested to see what he does because it tell me whether i should be excited for the uh, governor of uh, florida running for president or running for vice president right well he won't say <laughs> but uh, uh he just simply said we'll all be very very happy and because of the election laws he's not able to say anything until after this next election and so uh, at that point he'll come out but i will tell you man he's an entertainer and uh, and he's a big guy. 
I mean, you know, oh, yeah, he's, he's a big, big man. He's about six four, probably probably yeah. two eighty. He's a big man. Yeah, and uh, but very very uh, nice and very cordial. So uh, I enjoyed my time speaking with. So him. you think he intimidated Putin? It was like you oh, go okay, in Ukraine, without, I'll kick your ass without question. I mean, you think <laughs> he's intimidating. Good? He's a big guy. He's intimidating. <laughs> and um, but uh, but I like I say I enjoyed my I time there, him. and um, I look forward to what may be coming out here in the very near future. Did you guys uh, talk about Arkansas politics specifically for like your race? Of course, uh, and, right. uh, and I'm telling you, and, and I know you're not sure of that, but that's I okay. I, but I can say this: I'm not the only one who doesn't like French Hill. How about that? Okay, okay, but but I'm not going to uh, go into any other details. But I will tell you. Um, this is what I teased with in the last uh, segment before you got We're going to hear some poll numbers. You're going to hear some poll numbers. You're going to hear my poll numbers. And my poll numbers, we've tracked our polling every month since January. Actually started in December, but we don't count December because we had COVID, right? Uh, but since yeah, January. Christmas. And, we are, we, and, and I am leading French Hill. As of last Monday, we lead French Hill. And there's 13% undecided. That's why he won't debate me, and that's why they don't want my name out there. And that's why he will never mention my name when he goes out to speak, which is very rare nowadays. Uh, but uh, that's why. So we're going to beat him uh, this year. And uh, I need everybody to go vote. And uh, those of you who really haven't made up your mind, wait for a few, wait, look, wait until the 24th. You know, but those of you who already made up your mind for me, go vote. Well, <laughs> go yeah. early vote. Or right. you're afraid you might forget, like me. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of those people. You're not going to forget. I forget. I'm going to vote on on Monday. And yeah. Get it over with. Oh, gotcha. I got you. Well, look, one thing that I, that President Trump is very interested in is voter integrity. What's happening in uh, in the our elections, and uh, as you can imagine, what happened in 2020. I think uh-huh. French Hill and a few others are the only ones that believe that there was that it was one fair and square, which all of us know that it wasn't. But uh, I had Mark Fincham uh, here last Friday for Voter Integrity Town Hall. I don't know if you knew about that. I did not know about it. We did. I had Mark Fincham. I also had another attorney, an attorney uh, named Clint Lancaster, who was working uh, the election fraud in Wisconsin. My uh, former student, incidentally. Uh, right, right, right. And uh, but but we talked about that, and it was very very interesting to see the corruption that actually went on. Um, and I think that in Arizona, they're trying to get a handle on how they're going to handle it. They showed us the ballots that they're going to use um, now that they've perfected that Arkansas needs to be looking at. Uh, so uh, the Secretary of State needs to get on that because I think that is, that is going to be the future of elections, to be able to track every ballot. Do you think that now that COVID is in the rearview mirror or trying to get in the rearview mirror, CDC still wants to right. you know, control things as much as they can? Uh, the whole thing of of the of the uh, you know mail in ballot won't be as as big of a deal this next time. I don't think it will be, and uh, but we need to make sure in the future that our elections are safe. And I just don't think enough Republicans in Congress take it as seriously as they should. And uh, and I intend to do that when I go to Congress uh, in January of next year. All right, I guarantee that's going to be one of your number one you issues. Better, you, yeah, that's going to be one of my number one issues. You know, the other thing is, is this January sixth commission that French Hill voted for um, turned into a committee, um, and so well, an uh, anti-Trump committee. Oh, of course, we it all is. know it's just, that. It's just a witch hunt, and uh, but thirty-five Republicans rhinos voted for that, and he was one of them. And most of the people that I talk to out there say they have no clue why he would do something like that. They just say that's just, and most of them don't even know, actually, until I tell them. They go, I can't believe it. You know, I thought he was conservative. I go, no, no, he actually did vote for that. He voted for Biden. He had already made up his mind, and he said that President Trump, his rhetoric was unforgivable, and and that President Trump's rhetoric led to the January 6th riots. 
I mean, he's out of step with people in Arkansas. All right. That's just some things to know. As uh, this campaign, the primary, winds down or winds up here as you talk about it. You get Monday and, you know, you start voting, then things start getting serious. They look at Ohio, look at Indiana, look what happened. That was kind of interesting. Ohio, look, the guy Vance there was 23 points behind. Then Trump endorsed Vance and he won. What did he win by? How many points? I don't know what the, uh, the total number was, but I know they had 18% more Republican voters that came out to vote. And that's what I think we're going to see partly of that here in Arkansas. We're going to see more a red wave come here. More people are going to go out and vote because they're angry at our elected representatives. They're angry at what Congress is doing. And so, and they finally, I think after 2020, have seen through what really goes on. You know, that's why Congress has a 17% approval rating, but a 98% reelection rate. How's that possible? That's by playing games, and that's by uh, well. The way it always works is that the other state's representative or the other state senator is no good. Mine is okay. Well, that's because mine is running uh, ads saying that they're conservative, and they're not. They're not conservative. But most people don't have the time. They've got lives to go research it. But I'm telling you, uh, this is going to be a change right here in Arkansas in the second district. Mark my word. What did I predict? When I when I when you and I uh, uh, first talked after there I, you win what I, what I say I said sixty forty didn't I yeah eh, well we'll see what happens all right let's take a break we got to get a break in we'll have Conrad with us to the bottom of the hour we'll have also our other two guests guys feel free to chime in when you want to here on the Dave Ellswick show all right back with you I got a big question for Conrad it's something that I've been talking about more uh, here lately and that is it seems to me that the local TV stations definitely are left of center. True or false? Am I am I right? Oh, yeah. They're left of center? Oh, yeah. Let me ask Robert. Left of center? Well, it's interesting you say that. I've had interviews with local news like Fox Local that have been seemingly correct. I, I won't call them right. I'll say correct. Uh-huh. And then I've seen on television some that are left of center. So I think it actually depends. Okay. Depends yeah. on the reporter? On the station. Oh Well, yeah, yeah. I do too. I'm yeah. going to tell you the most left-leaning station is Channel 7. Is that right? No, I believe yeah. it. Yeah, No, I believe it. I lose track of who's what number. If I frankly. had the money and I had the people, I could prove it by what they cover and what they don't cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very, very true. What do you think, Chris? You are you, say, are you seen seeing enough. some? I, I quit reading it. I quit reading it because I was, as the old adage says, if you read the newspaper, or you need to read the newspaper to be informed, but then if you do read it, you're misinformed. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you got to watch out what you're, um, you know, filling your brain with. Yeah. What do, but what do you think of the TV Poppins. stations? Um, Fox is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Tune in. If you, bad. If, okay. Well, that, that's that's you know I'm looking at uh, you know the the a, national. You know, yeah. What about NBC, local? CBC. I'm talking you know KTV, KTHV. Yeah. Can, can I kind of weigh in a little bit? This yeah. is something that I see. I call it the incumbent protection program. You know, oh. and there's a lot of these organizations, journalism's uh, journalism, and also some of these other agencies like the NRA. You know, I'm a lifetime NRA guy, but how can they endorse people for red flag laws? I don't understand that. They're endorsing all incumbents. It's an incumbent protection program. And, uh, and I, I, have, I have a real problem with that. 
uh, several of these nonprofits, these conservative groups, uh, you start seeing that they get involved in primaries uh, against someone who may be more conservative. But because that other person is an incumbent and they have access to them in D.C., they want that access because that's what they use for fundraise. We're storming the hill. You know, there are other organizations that do that same thing. And I have a real problem with that. And I think that and that's what my policy is. I don't get involved in people's primaries, uh-huh. particularly local. In my local area, I don't get involved in the primaries until after the election. Let the people make up their own mind. I'll be honest with you. The, the, the number one thing that I hear about Sarah, all right, is that she got out and started endorsing people. Right. You know, they, they, did, they did not like that she did that yeah. because, let's face it, she's not governor yet. So right. what the heck? I mean, she, she's a candidate. But the, the fact is, is that you should not get involved. You shouldn't use your celebrity status. And I mentioned this before. For me personally, I just, you know, if someone asks my opinion like the president did, I'll give my opinion. But I'm not going to tell who I'm voting for. And I'm not going to go out there and, and uh, be on – got my own race to run. Let's yeah. put it that way. But I've had a lot of people ask me, Dave, who do you, who do you endorse for this office or that office? And, uh, and they get mad at you if you're not endorsing their candidate. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and I just simply that's say, look – That's I, the one thing I don't like about right. the primaries because right. I've got people right now that are mad at me that I've been friends with for years. Right. All right. And uh, to me, it's like, this is why I don't like primaries. This is why I don't uh, say who I'm voting for. The only race that I've chimed, really chimed in heavily on is we got to get rid of Sturch. Oh, 100%. That, that one, He's got that's to no go. if, ands, or buts. He well, needs to go. Well, didn't Huckabee just give him some money? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't Huckabee's pack, Mike Huckabee just give him uh, $5,000? Gave Sturch $5,000? I think so. Okay, then well, I gotta gotta look he's that. got I gotta to look go. that one up. I need to see that because that, that that would bother me, to be honest. But that would go along with the way he was as governor, right? Well, I'm just saying. I, I think I saw that somewhere. I, uh, John, John Payton, right, is running against him. Uh, yes, is that, yeah, Payton right. is running against yeah. him. And John I, Payton is a good conservative. Yeah, I'm yeah. real happy. You know, I'm happy to just you know to say that. You know, I just I stay out of primaries. That's for you, the listener, to decide. I try to have all these people on. Say what they're going to say, and then right. you make up your, de- well, your decision. David, that's not a primary anyway, the Sturch, because Sturch is a Democrat. They call it a primary, <laughs> but Sturch is a Democrat. But, but I, I, let, me, let me just explain something to you. I talk, right. I was talking to, to the colonel earlier uh, before we came on, and I said, now remember that if you win, you got to come on my show every Wednesday. Yeah, you, you're locking me in. I said, uh, I'll be here, brother. Yeah, I've t- and he'll be here. For the people who say, you always have Hill on. He's your congressman. Of course I have him on. Right. It's just like John Bozeman or Cotton or any of the others. They're your elected official. You Reporting should, back to you. You should want them to be That's on right. and tell you what's going on. Right. But so. the, the one thing I want you to add, do for me, you ask me the hard questions. Yeah. Uh, when, when I'm congressman, I come on, ask me the hard questions because that's, unfortunately, I think that a lot of the interviews, not you, but I'm seeing a lot of interviews I've, that I see in Arkansas are softballs type interviews. They don't ask them the hard questions. When's the last time anybody asked French about how he actually voted? Okay. Or what he said about January 6th? Nobody. I did. Uh, well, I'm saying very few people have asked him <laughs> exactly, you know, about the vaccine national uh, database. Uh-huh. Okay. HR 550. Who asked him about that? And who got into details about that? When he said it's not a tracking database, no one's called him out and said, well, hold on. All the other 110 uh, congressmen who voted against it said it was. How do you answer to them? 
But that's the kind of thing that I think that's important for people to hear what his thought process is, and he's not sharing that. And so that's why I'm running, and that's why I'm going to beat him, and that's why I'll be on on Wednesdays with you. Okay. Oh, good. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying is that if, if you get elected to an office, you get on my show. Nice. If you're making the decisions, you get on my show, and you get to explain why you made the decision you made. Right. You know, right. that's the that's the way it works. I, I've done this for – I've been in radio now. It's going to be 54 years this year. And – during the time that I've been doing politics, which is about almost 40 years of it, uh, that's the way I've always ran my shows that, I, that I've had on the air. You know, all questions are on board. That's why Lincoln, when she was senator, didn't want to come on my show. She'd come on ever so often. The, the man who came on all the time was uh, from uh, District 2. Mm-hmm. All right. And... Uh, uh, Vic Snyder. Vic Snyder. Mm-hmm. He came on all the time. Had a lot of respect for Vic for that. Right. You know, he would always come on. But didn't he have his own show too? He had his own. No, nah, not I on our station. Some kind of show. It was on our station, but we, I had him, I had him on, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, I think it's important that. The, and he did. He and I didn't agree about anything. <laughs> just to be honest with you. Well, the elected representatives need to stay in contact with the people. Uh, as a congressman, you shouldn't be just a Little Rock congressman. There are other places like Fairfield Bay, like Hot Springs Village, yeah. um, even the little town of Wilburn, which I was in yesterday morning at 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock in the morning for a meet and greet with three people. And you know who one of the, one of the people that came in and saw me was? Who? Peyton's son. Oh, okay. <laughs> he came in. Yeah, it was a little place called Dave Stop. It's just a, a, i don't a, own it and no that's right <laughs> dave and joy on it and but i'm just saying that you know we were there met three or four people and one of them was john payton's son but i think you got to be a congressman for all the people so you got to get around and uh whether it's you know for one rock, or two people Conway, or there's 200 or 300 right. people you got to make the time i they, agree they with all that. have questions believe me and and for the folks that since now they're running they suddenly show up at uh you know, the Lone Oak, uh, you know, County Republican Party or some of the other uh, Republican parties, you know, shame on you. You That's know, that exactly you've right. never, you never darkened the door before. Yeah, before, we go, can I say a couple of things real quick? Like, I want to get my three website, minutes. my website, which is electconrad.com, electconrad.com. Stay tuned for more information on that site. And also, I'm going to be in Fairfield Bay tomorrow morning for a veterans, uh, they call it the veterans table at Jack's. And so anybody at Fairfield Bay, if you want to come up, if you're a veteran, let's talk, and uh, and I'll be there. I think it starts at 9 o'clock. Okay, so at Jack's. I know exactly Jack's. where Jack's is. That's a great place for breakfast. Oh, is it yeah. a good, a good yeah, place? Right in Fairfield yeah. Bay. Is it, is it as good as the one that's up there? Was it Meacham's and Ash Flat? Ooh, no, I don't know. I need to go. I You've never to been comparison. to Meacham's? No. Oh, oh, dude, you haven't had breakfast then. It's good. Oh, really? <laughs> all right. saying, you Let's need all to go. go. Up there. Uh, I, 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 go, I go up there a lot. I like, I like going up to the spring up there uh, because, you know, the largest spring in the United States, basically, uh, is up in, in that area. And so I always go visit that. And I go to Meacham's all the time. Get oh, there great. early. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm sending out 25,000 mailers today. And so it's this mailer that you see right here. Yeah. And uh, so please look at your mailbox. You'll probably get it tomorrow or Monday. It's a comparison card. Please read it before you vote. Uh, on the front, you can't miss it. I've got a rhino removers tag on there, and it says vote May 24th, Republican primary. It also has got a picture of me and General Flynn he, when he endorsed me. All right. There you go. 
He's he's been working it. You can't say he doesn't have fire in his belly because he does. <laughs> he had fire in his belly when he wanted to be senator. I remember when you did that. I remember that. Yeah. But uh, you know that was uh, that was not to be. This one just maybe. Well, well, we'll see if the good Lord's got the, got his hand on it, and he wants me to be. If he does, I will be. So okay. we'll find out on May twenty fourth. All right. So keep that you. Uh, keep that in mind, uh, Robert. Who are you going to have on on Sunday? Chris Corbett. Chris and I are going to be talking Steinbuck on Sundays. We're going to be talking about our new First Amendment lawsuit. There, we just filed it yesterday. It's in the Democrat Gazette today, an article by John Lynch. Take a look at it and then listen to me and Chris on Steinbuck on Sundays on 101.1 FM. The answer. All right. Keep in mind that uh, the symphony is supposed to come on. Uh, you guys stay here because they've last three times supposed to be on, haven't shown. So if so... We'll just talk for another half hour. Or we'll get the colonel. I'll, t- I'll tie him up and put him in his chair. I'll, du- <laughs> I'll duct tape him in his chair. All right, that's all the time we got right now. we got to take a break here at the bottom of the hour, and then we'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. Back with you, and the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra is here. The maestro has joined us. And kind of an interesting couple of weeks coming up. Because usually you guys have something happen one weekend and then we'll go a few weeks and then we'll have something else come up. You're doing back to back, but you're being forced to because you got Mother's Day this weekend, right? That's right. Yeah, the schedule is a little different and it's been <laughs> it's been back to back to back to back this okay. last this last uh, this whole spring with things you know getting rescheduled and now we're finally doing everything and so um, everyone's definitely warmed up. That's for sure. But we've, we've got a great one this weekend and it's called Cirque de la Symphony. This sounds um, very cool. This is really fun. And, and the, the, um, pictures I've seen of these people, folks coming in who are going to perform with this is just mind blowing. Um, so we'll be there on stage playing, um, playing loud and fast. It's a lot of great, you know, a lot of really familiar, but symphonic. It's classical music, but stuff that everybody knows, like really, really well-known right. tunes. And um, and we're basically circus music, and they're going to be doing um, aerial acts above the orchestra and rings and 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 uh, juggling have on the and ropes the silks. Where yeah, really taking and swinging them around and all. Yeah, that. the 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 aerial silks and the aerial um, uh, straps, and yeah. I mean, it's and then the strongmen, um, which is going to be a good one. And yeah. so it's a really fun show. It's gotten um, it's gotten great reviews, and 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 these artists are absolutely incredible at what they do. And this is going to be now. There's a good no one. truth that the strongman is not going to tear you in half, right? <laughs> I I I can't guarantee that there won't be some uh, trickery that happens during this show. That's for sure. <laughs> while, while he's up there, they'll be sawing him in half, and he'll be keeping the time, you know, yeah. for everybody. But yeah, th- th- whose idea was this to have them come in? Because this is really unique. Yeah, you know, we have we get together uh, and s- start brainstorming ideas for programs for the next year for the next two years and and uh and we look at what's out there we see what other orchestras are doing we see what production companies are offering to orchestras and and this is one that uh stuck out that we've been thinking about doing for a number of years we actually we actually have done it before um we did this show it was my it was the very first concert that I conducted with the oh, Arkansas really? Symphony Orchestra okay. like twelve years ago. So, uh, so we were familiar with these, uh, with this, with this company, and um, you know, a bunch of years later, we bring them back. And well, that's so, cool. Yeah, explain something to me. There's times that you guys bring in uh, 
you know, favorite artists and things that you like, you won't have it now because Linda Laurentstadt's been ill for quite some time. But if she wanted to do her music and, and do it with a symphony, how does that work? I mean, do you guys have to write all the symphonic uh, pieces that go along with those people? It's a great question. Um, or, or do they write? Yeah, dancers sometimes. Um, some artists have um, have done shows with orchestras before, and so they have you know a collection of charts uh, that that are the that are there's the music that the eighty people in the orchestra can play off of. Um, sometimes you get it arranged. So when Chris Allen was here last uh, last winter for Christmas, uh, we worked with an arranger to you know, take his, take his songs and, and put it together for orchestra. And it's a really fun process. I've also done it myself, you know, made orchestral arrangements for someone to come in and perform with the orchestra. Um, and then there are also, as I'm sure you can imagine, companies that specialize in this. I mean, it's um, gotta be di- it. this is going to be yeah. somewhat difficult at times. For instance, um, Metallica has played with orchestras before. Now, Metallica's music is not specifically designed to be played with with or, or, orchestral backup i mean that's got to be did they do that or did somebody else do it and say well what do you think now and then they said yeah we'll do it then i think they probably worked with a team of people you know yeah and that's uh there are a bunch of bands that have done yeah like led zeppelin had an orchestral show and you know and did and, they really and, well, do the, they did a it was one of the London orchestras um, did an album of Led Zeppelin. Actually, it was an instrumental album oh, of Led okay. Zeppelin stuff, and uh, and I think they followed up and did Metallica as well. And and so, you know, it's it's a um, it's a thing, and you have to have a kind of vision for what it could sound like. I think any kind of music, whether it be rock and roll or or electronic or or jazz or whatever pop that has kind of an epic feel to it, you know, when you listen to the album can translate to symphony orchestra because Linda you've got would have all been great because she did oh, yeah. she did all the the classics and stuff mm-hmm. nelson riddle and all of that that would have been fantastic with the orchestra absolutely celine would be good with that mm-hmm. because she plays with an orchestra all the time definitely so it's not yeah. that difficult but hey if we bring in acdc now we're talking about something different you know i i, I kind of like the idea of having you know thunderstruck or highway to hell and being done with an orchestra oh absolutely that would and that if would you kill. if you do yeah. that we'll change up my opening or uh you know for thunderstruck and we'll use the orchestra version we might have it. to do that at like simmons arena or something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you definitely would pack it out there's yeah. no doubt if you if you did that all right let's take a quick break there's another show coming up next weekend that we'll want to talk about as well and then uh, what else is coming up in the future that you're going to want to mark on your calendar I did see that Reynolds is bringing in some shows, and uh, I heard that Amy Grant is coming uh, in September. See, she'd be great with the orchestra. She'd be really good with the orchestra. Anyway, I'm going to sell this before the end of the show, just telling you right now. It's the Dave Ellswick Show here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show, right here at 101, and we got the maestro here from Arkansas Symphony Orchestra, he told you about what's coming up this weekend. There's going to be kind of a Mother's Day uh, event, and they're going to have the circus there. 
Are you going to be selling the big circus peanuts and all of that? <laughs> going to have be... people walking down the aisles, popcorn, get That's your popcorn. Idea, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that might be a good idea. Yeah. People would like it. Put them in the mood. Get them in the mood. Absolutely. Uh, it's cotton be a... candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cotton candy is the one that you got to have yeah. you know, for, for a circus. So. Because you got to get the little kids and get their hands all gooey and stuff. Now that's, that's, that's not good. That's not yeah, good for so. Robinson. I'm just telling you, as far as the hall goes. Uh, what's what else is coming up? Now, you so we've got Cirque de la Symphony this weekend, and then um, next weekend we've got our final Masterworks concert of the year. So okay. that's our main stage kind of classical concert music series, and we'll be playing um, Dvorak's New World Symphony, which is one of the you know, staples kind of war horses, okay. crowd pleasing symphonies people of all love time. Them. Yeah, people love it. And then on the first on the first half of the concert, um, we're playing a piece by a composer who's actually a good friend of mine who's uh from Arkansas and his name is Jeremy Crosmer. And this guy is so talented. He um he's a cellist, actually. He started playing in the Arkansas Symphony when he was like a teenager. And um, now he plays cello in the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, and he was a composer in residence up in Michigan for Grand does Rapids. He, and does playing... he play Thunderstruck on his cello? He plays everything. I'm just and saying. He's got these, I love those guys. Yeah, he's got these. He's got these rock and roll duets that he plays yeah. with someone up there on cello that he arranges everything and writes it oh, all. And, that's so yeah, cool. he's awesome. Um, so we're doing the first performance in Arkansas of one of his symphonic pieces called Ozark Traveler. And it's and it's subtitled "A Tribute to Americana," and it's just this music just makes you smile. It's beautiful and okay. um, really really fun. And then uh, after that, there's a, a another solo violinist coming named Tessa Lark, and she's um, Grammy nominated classical violinist. But she's uh, her roots are actually as a bluegrass fiddler, and so this piece that we're, we're playing was written for her. And it's a concerto called Sky that sort of is like kind of crossover classical bluegrass influence. And so the whole first half of the concert is just really fun, um, really pleasing. The audience is going to, I mean, it's just, when she comes yeah. out and does her, you know, her ovation, does she do like Orange Blossom special? That's what I'm. <laughs> you know, they don't usually, uh, they don't usually tell you I'm what they're going to do. I'm just telling you yeah. people, somebody who's really good, like Charlie Daniels was mm-hmm. really good. You, you play a fiddle like that. It's uh, amazing. If I'm not mistaken, uh, State Senator Jason Raper plays a fiddle. Was oh, that right? Yeah, and he's really good at it too. And he's got a bluegrass band. They're really, really good at it as well. So yeah, that's. Uh, I tell you, I like the idea. You might do some bluegrass. Yeah. So you'll hear it in this music, and I've, I've, you know, when people do their encore ovation thing they want to do something that's close to them you know and, yeah and they don't it's always a surprise i mean we're not going to find out until she comes out and does right, it but, right but um i would not be surprised at all and if it's something that um, is very pleasing to the crowd yeah. so come on out now, now that. you know that's if she's really, really into it if she takes a big old bite out of a plug uh, before she starts <laughs> <laughs> Bring this platoon out there. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I grew. I went to college down in in Kentucky and mm-hmm. uh, out there by Cave Run. They have one of the biggest bluegrass festivals in the United States. And I'm going to tell you what. You go to bluegrass festival. You'll love. You'll fall in love with bluegrass. Oh, it's it's wonderful. Music. Amazing music. It's, it's Americana, yeah. and it's got soul, and it's also shows off. Yeah. and and great vocals and the fiddle playing i i you know i'm a violinist and fiddle player and i i kind of moonlight sometimes with a with a bluegrass band here in town i mean i'm i like 
try and keep up is what I try and do, you know, yeah. and, 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 but I love it. And I've gotten a little better over the, over the years. And, and, you know, cause I, my, um, I grew up playing in a, playing fiddle in an Irish traditional Irish band. Oh, and then that's I cool. moved down here and I started playing a little country music and, and, you know, tried to, tried to get my toe in the water a little bit playing some bluegrass, but boy, it's fast. <laughs> yeah. You should go up there and ask so, Allison Crouch. Uh, oh, if you can, get some Allison, lessons. ask her if she lets you play with her up there. Love that. Very good place to go. <laughs> she's she's so talented. Oh, she's yeah. amazingly talented. She's she as they like to say in the biz, she's scary talented is the way she is. Okay, so for people to get their tickets, what do they gotta do? Arkansas Symphony dot org. It's all right there. Uh upcoming concerts always follow us on social media. Facebook, Arkansas Symphony Orchestra, AR Symphony on Instagram, and there's always links to get tickets there. You can also do it the old-fashioned way and call the box office, okay. 666-1761, and talk to our amazing box office manager, Courtney, and she'll hook you up with tickets, and you can select you your seats that still have good way. tickets available for this weekend. What a great what a great gift for mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for something like that. I mean, it's one thing if you say, let's go to the symphony, all right? Maybe somebody's not into classical music. This is different than just classical music. That's completely true. And 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 if you haven't heard, you know, the orchestra play yeah, live Yeah, you guys before, are great. That sound, you you can't replicate it any other way other than being in a hall. It just it just washes over you and of course this weekend it's going to have this stunning visual element as right. well, you know, and That's and what I'm saying. It's so this is more than yeah. sitting there during to listen to classic a piece of classical work. Which I like to do from time to time, but to go see a circus at the same time be great. Absolutely, yeah, be a lot of fun. So it's going to be, you know, buy tickets for that, and then buy tickets for next weekend. Because I'm going to tell you, if the person that's coming in is, is known as being a great person on the violin, but they're also look at them and they say, "Yeah, she can play the fiddle too." Now, there's a difference between playing violin and playing the fiddle. I'm just telling you, both of them take a lot of talent. But if you can do m- both of them, it means you got double the talent. Right. Yeah. So you want to see that too. Same place just to get your tickets, right? That's right. Yeah, ArkansasSymphony.org, 666-1761. Okay. Now, I asked the maestro about this during the break, and I'm sure he doesn't mind me bringing it up now. You guys are going to have another movie where you guys are going to play the uh, the soundtrack to it, and you guys are doing Jurassic Park. It's going right. to be the next one, which should be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think a lot of people realize how much, and, and they didn't even realize it in movies once sound came in, how important the soundtrack is to, to, to movies and how it can move the audience and how it can set the tone for the scenes and all the rest. And uh, here you have the opportunity of a live orchestra you don't get to you hear the orchestra playing. You you hear John Williams's ideas in your head, or or uh, Danny Elfman, or whoever is doing all the work. But I got to tell you what, there is something about the orchestra being there that makes that movie come alive. It's an amazing experience when doing this live to film. It's what they what what we call it, and you know you're completely right that that the music has an effect on the film that you almost don't even realize. I mean, it's supposed to just kind of, it, 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 it adds this element to it. Yeah. Like you would, you don't realize it until, you know, if you've ever tried watching a movie with the, with the music taken out and, and also um, 
it also is playing almost all the time. I mean, you hear the opening yes. credits, the end title, but sound effects are coming out of actually the orchestra, you know, and and just creating mood and tension where there's just like, you yeah. know, like some little some little creepy sound that yeah. is sustaining and making you kind of grab onto your seat. And that's coming from the orchestra. And so we'll be producing all of those sounds live and plenty of them in Jurassic Park. So you're going to have your, you're going to have your own Foley artists up there is what you're telling me, right? Say that again. You're going to have your own Foley artists up there. Yeah, exactly. That's like cool. That. Yeah. That's Foley artists is the sound effect people. That's yeah, yeah. Does, does all the sound effects for the movies. But yeah, that... I'm looking forward to that. Now that's yeah. going to be next season, is what you're telling me. That's I got to wait season. that long. So we'll be, <laughs> you'll be hearing about it from us for for okay. next eight months. So. So, and we'll we'll let you know when tickets go on sale for that. What are Absolutely. some other big items that are coming up that people should be maybe looking forward to? Maybe not the summer, but during the fall when things are really fire back up. Heavy. Sure, we'll be well. Summer will be, of course, down at the river for right. Fourth of July, and so that's, that's always, always a good a time, and we'll see everyone there, and that's a free show for the um, that's put on for the for the city, and then we'll be back in Robinson in the fall. Let's see, we've got um, we're doing a we're doing a big Halloween show this this year, so that's going to be a lot got of fun. Got my attention, um, and so I've been I've been simultaneously the last couple of weeks like putting together. Uh, program for for a halloween show and for a christmas show and it's I'm gonna you're gonna have dancing skeletons and stuff? i gotta make sure you something like that i gotta make sure oh, i don't cool. get it mixed up right? yeah, yeah. Okay. you don't want skeletons on christmas yeah. so. um so and of course we'll be back for our for our for our christmas show christmas pops again this year which is which is always always epic. let me stop you and ask you because chris did a fantastic job with the christmas show mm-hmm. and and it was well attended mm-hmm you coming back again this year? So we're um, so he's probably not coming back this year. I mean, I'm dead set on having him back because that was one of my favorite shows we've ever done, and he was he was great. So, but one of the things about the about that show is you know we we want to change it every year. We want to okay. rotate things and we want to have variety. And so, um, and and so there's going to be um, there's going to be a lot of lot of stuff this year. So we're 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 putting it together, and it's going to be a lot as of fun. you prepare for all of this. Um, little negative thing just to to bring up to you. We saw what happened to Dave Chappelle the other night at the Hollywood Bowl. Do you worry about anybody getting nuts? Do you, you know? Do you guys put more security up around the stage because of that? I I mean, there's there's security backstage. I think that. As a performer, you're always inherently in a little bit more of a You've got to be aware that it's and, possible. And, and you're always aware that something is possible. Um, but I think that the, that the old adage of the show must go on is, uh-huh. is stands true. And I think that, you know, people in all walks of life do things where they assume certain amounts of risk. And, and, and um, I think that for someone who's in the public spotlight, that's kind of where that falls, you know, yeah. and it's always um, unfortunate when people act crazy. Um, but it's, it's for myself and for other performers, I don't think, you know, they'll ever allow that to stop. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I do know, you know, there's some very well-known stand-up comedians now that say that they will not perform live anymore. It's Howie a, Mandel has yeah. said he'll not go out on stage anymore. You know, and I think that that particular profession is one that, I mean, not to go totally off topic, but I think yeah. that's a, um, 
Of course, it's a tricky one because you're making people is laugh. Different than yeah. playing orchestral arrangements, basically. Right, and and there's you know you take, um, right when you're making people laugh, how often is that sometimes at someone's expense, right? And so it's a balance. It's a tricky. You know, you can be funny, but people can take offense, and yeah. and and I think it's uh um, it's a high energy kind of spontaneous business, and 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 so I can understand why. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I dropped that on your head because you weren't (laughs) expecting it from me. I know you weren't expecting that question at all, but it just crossed my mind because you know it's it's so in the news right now, right? And I'm just wondering if how this is going to affect live performances. I don't want that to go away. Yeah, none of us want it to go away. I mean, that's what we do, and so um, it's you know I think venues are kind of paying closer attention as well and and robinson of course ben has its has its procedures um for 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 security and all that and so uh we do what we do okay so let me just put it this way if clowns trigger you don't come this weekend (laughs) all right i'm just saying i'm just saying because some people don't like clowns but if you like clowns you're gonna want to be there and the acrobatic stuff is just gorgeous and the orchestra is is going to be playing their butts off it's really a this is a a big show all right so make sure you get some tickets you go to aso and and get tickets either to this weekend and this would be a great mother's day gift and a big surprise kind of gift so this would be very cool she'll love it yeah arkansasymphony.org it's just one show or two two shows saturday night sunday afternoon at three that's mother's day and then um, you can make it a date night Saturday night too, if you, right. you know, and and Good stuff. Uh, come twice. <laughs> yeah, come twice. You might you yeah. when the show's going on with the, with the circus and you got three rings happening, you can miss something. Absolutely, there's going to be there's going to be a good crowd there. Um, but Robinson's a big place. We got space for you. Come on down. All right, we appreciate you coming by. Absolutely, it's you good come to see by you. anytime. I'm big supporter of the performing arts. I got to get the rep back into the habit of coming mm-hmm. by too. Because I, I, I'm a big guy about freedom of speech, and I'm a big guy about freedom of uh, productions like this. And it might, maybe you don't like it, but guess what? You don't have to see it. But that, that's the way it, it works. Of course, with the AR stuff, so you want to go see it. It's good stuff. Thank you. Well, we appreciate the support. Uh, you guys did great. On. You did great, by the way, on the Christmas production. Really, really good. Best that we've done since what, what Itkin mm-hmm. was here best that we've done since then yeah that was it was it was a good one it was it was excellent all right gonna take a break i'll see you on monday 6 a.m and uh, we'll be talking about it's the first day of voting so politics as usual here on the dave ellswick show have a great weekend Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.